Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Summer is here and your local Acme is stocked and ready with the freshest meats and produce. It's the perfect time to fire up the grill, take in a game, and discover why summer is better with Acme. Skip the line and shop online at acmemarkets.com where an experienced Acme associate will carefully select your order and bring the groceries right to your car. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Brandford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everyone, and we are back. If you heard us before, we uh, did part one of episode five of Talk to Keiki. We're now on 5.5, where we talk about the spring awards to close off the season officially. Uh, if you know me by now, I'm Matt, your host, and my co-host here, who likes to wrestle with his microphone, Ethan. <laughs> it is God, Ethan, everyone. God damn it. Tadaima! He's right. back. Yep. Anyway, if you heard again, if you heard us, if you just listened to part one of the podcast, you're now you know we're on the part two for episode mm-hmm. five. It's a big two parter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we thought just the awards should be a part by itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While we had a long discussion about the the rest of the finales that we have watched, mostly Wonder Egg. Yes, mostly Wonder Egg. That was half our show. All right. Anyway, so we're going to do. Uh, categories for our best for the seasonal, and then we will close off our te- top 10 of the season. Uh, with the award, it's basically inspired by the Facebook page Anime Trending or Any Trends from their the website in general, where they do certain like subgenres for the best, and then like voice casting and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what is inspired by, so everyone got. Equal fair amount, even though some of our shows swept. We will get to that. But, uh, <laughs> are you ready to give out these cakes? 
Yeah, before I do that, actually, I wanted to lead off with the one piece of news that I missed in episode five um, was the fact that Uniqlo uh, also announced, uh, I believe, yesterday that they're going to be having another collection with um, with Demon Slayer. Um, that will come out in uh, August, they announced. So there'll be new collections for boys, girls, and children. Um, I'm kind of jealous of the fact that the girls get Nezuko. I would definitely would want a Nezuko shirt, but that's neither here nor there. Um, anyway, that's all I wanted to lead in, just the uh, a quick blip that we missed during the notes of, of uh, I'm sorry, during the stories of episode five. So yes, I am not ready to get into these awards, brother. I have been excited for this, by the way, one more thing. Um, I don't know if you wanted to keep it a surprise, but if you did too late um, at the end of the awards, we're going to give a top 10 and we're going to give some honorable mentions. I, I, I just said that. Did you? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Cause I was wrestling with my mic. Fuck. Well, well stop jobbing to your mic. <laughs> that's a good one all righty uh are you ready for for these awards let's are down. you ready yeah baby okay so again we got plenty of cakes We're in gonna, and I'm for gonna... the 10 people listening at home <laughs> let's get ready to talk the cakey seasonal awards Woo! All right, let's hang out these chocolate cakes, strawberry shortcakes, cheesecakes, red velvet cakes, whatever cake you like. They're delicious, except for one. We're going to get to it. Uh, our most disappointing of the season. Uh, the cake for that, the fruit cake, the Christmas cake that no one wants. <laughs> Mine was the Wonder Egg finale. It technically counted because it came out during that season. It came out during summer, dude. That's what I mentioned to you before. It's technically a summer anime because it's the first anime of the summer. It's listed as summer 2021. So I, I, I'm not going to shit on that because it, it was kind of disappointing. I totally agree. But... Like, 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 I, I considered the July on the, when the, season, the summer season starts. That's when everything started coming in. <sighs> so, so anything before that. Fucking June 30th. Whatever. Anyway. So I'm going by the calendar. <laughs> If it came out during that time before the the show's actually aired, it's considered that season. <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, it, it was wondering for me for all the reasons I said in part one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been Record of Ragnarok, but this happened. i chose back arrow for those who um have seen the show it came in with like i said a lot of hype uh lisa one of the premier singers in all of anime sung the op for the show um it was much talked about the animation was really oh my god glaringly amazing and the action was really good for a mech until you get to the story and the story is just fucking atrocious fucking shitty horrible fucking Oh, goddamn, what a terrible fucking story. It made me fucking aggravated. I gave that show a two out of five stars. It's one of it's one of the few normal and you know, I've noticed that for a lot of the new newer seasonals that I've been watching in the three years that I've been watching, I normally give it at minimum three stars or above. They only the promised Neverland um has gotten two stars before Back Arrow, and then the only other animes to get I've given two stars are like some of the Dragon Ball Z movies. Cause they're just ugh. But um, yeah, th- that show was definitely a-, a-, a disappointment in my eyes. Um, I would not recommend it unless you really love um, watching fucking mech, then I'm sure you can watch that. But I'm, at the same time, there's a bunch of other fucking anime you can watch that are way better. Mech animes that are way better. All right, but yeah, there you go. There, Those are the fruit cakes, the undesirable Christmas cakes. They're going to better fucking eat it. 
Ugh. All righty, now we're getting to the good cakes, the cakeies. Thank you, Let's get, let's get, let's hand out some strawberry shortcake with uh, adaptation screenplay, which is basically animates are based off the manga that either improved it or made it better or just followed it, and but but came out animated. Mm-hmm. I will let you give out your award for this first. We'll take so, turns. Yeah, that's fine. So like I um, mentioned before in episode five, I'm going to be talking a lot about Fruits Baskets because it's my fucking favorite. And so for me, Fruits Baskets is wins the adaptation. It's the first award that they're going to win on my night. Won't be the last. Um, Fruits Basket had a wonderful manga. Um, it was not done justice during the first go around of the anime. I believe it was in the early 2000s um, that that debuted. And it was only a single season, was never picked up after that. That didn't do it justice. Um, Fruits Basket was done tremendously well um, this go around, and easily, easily, easily lives up to to the manga hype. Um, um, oh, I, and I think we mentioned in episode four that they are going to have a follow up on uh, on Fruits Baskets, and we're going to see the parents, right? Yeah, we're going to see them as parents, and I'm looking forward to that so much. So um, that's going to be great. Um, like I said, it lives up to the manga. It definitely uh served its purpose and it, it, it fucking killed it in my estimation so easily for me fruit baskets all right there we go uh they have the good strawberry shortcake for the adaptation screenplay and uh now just regular old chocolate cake for the original screenplays basically it's out of it you're not gonna say yours for the adaptation what oh sorry i did yeah i forgot about mine Wow. Uh, like, huh? I know you said take turns, but I mean, bro, give your fucking award too. All right. Uh, my award is going to Shadow's House. Uh, definitely, again, very unique concept of everything that happened. And uh, I've only a few times in the manga. It still holds up. It has that definitely that creepy vibe, a bit of a slice of life, a little bit of the mystery about the shadows and the quote unquote dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just all this, like how anime trying to have those adaptation. I agree in that wholeheartedly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with how they played it off. And mm-hmm. uh, if they do season two, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm, so there mm-hmm. we go for the adapt ad- ad- adaptation screenplay, Shadow's House. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. All right, now we're doing the chocolate cake, the original screenplays, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the stuff that was just made strictly for the anime. That is probably making a manga after the anime was made. So it's probably gonna it's gonna follow how the show ended. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mine is going to is going to be Vivi, Fluorite Eye Song. This was mm-hmm. this is again, this is one of my favorites. Uh, you're gonna see plenty of awards for that. There's my spoiler because he spoiled his fruits. Okay. <laughs> his grapefruits. My fruits. His, his grapefruits. <laughs> but um yeah, definitely a lot. With a great story, uh, there, there there were minor complaints, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll get to that later mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. I go along. But, but mm-hmm. again, we're just the writing of it again. The person that wrote ReZero too, so you mm-hmm. knew it was going to be good in that type of style, the writing. Yeah, and it definitely lived up. Again, this is considered a side project, like it's like a minor project when this is being made. Which is crazy, and it got this much praise. Like it was only underrated for the very first four episodes, and then. It had a big following, and rightfully so. The yeah. writing, the writing for it is great. The character's development for it is great. So just because of that, best original screenplay for me in terms of the anime for the spring. Fair enough. What's yours? 
Um, you know something? So with full disclosure and all sincerity, had I seen Vivi, I would have given it a couple of the awards. I probably would have given it the best original had I seen it. I also probably would have given it best animation as well. Uh, spoiler on that. Um, so I didn't because I didn't see it. So for me, my best original is going to be Megalobox. Megalobox um, Nomad, I should specify. Megalobox Nomad was... Um, Again, they did season one really well. Um, I gave it a solid three out of five. And for me, Nomad, which is the second season, they knocked it out of the park. It's one of the low-key animes of the season that's not going to get enough love. But it should just because the story is amazing. The music is amazing. Um, and and it was just a great story as a whole. So um, they definitely, definitely, definitely knocked it out of the park with that. Um, just that redemption story. Anybody can appreciate a good redemption story. And the way that they depicted that in the series um, was great. And uh, again, along with the, 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 the music composition um, was stellar. Um, animation is always good for what it's worth. Um, and then the fight sequences, they're not as good as season one, in my opinion, but the meat of the, of the story and what you really are looking for is that definitely that story, which was fucking amazing. So, that's what I gave it. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely the right one. That was that was a close contender for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all right, now we're going to this regular Play-Doh vanilla cake. Nothing mm. wrong with vanillas. We I don't like kink, vanilla. We, we don't kink shame vanillas here. I love vanilla. It's my favorite cake because I'm not much of a, a a unique person. I'm very vanilla in my life. So this one we're, we're going to do supporting girl. Supporting girl, okay. Alrighty, uh, I'll let you. You're you're next up, so I'll let you go pick. So you know, I thought about going with your pick, um, but at the same time, I feel that, um, Aoi from Mars Red. Um, I know you didn't watch Mars Red, right? Or did you, yeah, you didn't watch Mars Red, but I always. Yeah, Aoi was really, really, really good for Mars Red. She um, was a focal point. She was one of the characters that provided some comedic relief. But you can definitely tell there is a, a sincerity there, um, how she loved her her man who was one of the vampires, uh, Shutaro. Um, and so um, just the way that she supported herself, the way she investigated, the way she supported Maeda. Um, she supported so many different people and, and affected the story uniquely in her own way. Um, so for sure, I gave her that um, that award. Um, I think it was well-deserved. Um, your pick, though, was in close competition just because of how impactful her meaning right. to, the, uh, to the story was. So go ahead with yours. All righty. Uh, mine is Asami from Higehiro. Uh, everyone get a friend like Asami. She, yeah, she, she she's terrific. She's a very supportive friend. She knows, she knows when something's up, and she knows the say. She knows the right words to say to help them out or let the other person know, hey, mm-hmm. okay, keep it, keep it, keep an eye on Sayu. Like there's more than meets the eye, and she finds out in her own way. Mm-hmm. I do, I do wish there was a little bit more of her, but again, just wonderful, especially how she stood up to that uh, one of her potential victims like like yeah i i really hope we see more of her in the uh in the the spinoff too right yeah because again like i want like there's there's no way like he that yoshida would just cut ties with her like even that no for sure for sure for sure well then again then i guess it's they're the different age probably just for that sake but But i mean that could be like a father figure because you know she didn't really get along with her father as well so you know maybe when she's upset she could or or just visit the convenience store yeah, or he'll go to the convenience store to buy stuff, and they'll talk. You know, you yeah, never know. Exactly, it's not, and that's not bad at all. So, no, for sure, I agree with you. You definitely want a friend like, like Asami, um, for sure. 
Um, there was something I was going to say. God damn it. it. Now it escapes my fucking mind what I was going to say. Um, yeah, she, I, she coined the term fucking, uh, you know, protect Sayu Chaso. You, know, right. you must protect Sayu Chaso. Exactly. So. All right. So they had their cakes. Now more cakes. We're going to give the cupcakes. <laughs> We're going to give so much cake you're going to throw up. Exactly. Now the delicious cupcake for supporting boy. It's a oh, wait. You want it's your turn, right? Yeah, it's your yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. We we both we both picked them. That that I think it's a sweep for this one. It's our first sweep. Is it our only sweep? Oh no, no we have a couple. We have a couple. We have a couple. Yeah, we have a couple. We have three. I think this is our first sweep. First right. sweep, y'all. Uh, this one, this was rightfully so. Gugu from two Goo-goo. years ago. Someone hug Gugu. Everyone needs a friend like Gugu. He he's a bro. He's a, he's a true bro. <laughs> he is a definitely a true bro. You, I mean, bro. Fuck, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Vince Russo, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck, fuck shit, Stain. Uh, the riddle, the riddle, bro. That riddle. Bro. All right. But no. Yeah, he had so much development in the past four Integ- to five episodes. Integral to fucking um to to Fushi. Integral to him. Definitely, definitely without Google, without him meeting Google and experiencing the things he experienced with Google, he wouldn't be the have fucking... Grown. He wouldn't have grown. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't have grown. I mean, also, he wouldn't have his, his body now, but that's neither here nor there. Right. But, yeah, there's a lot of development, especially, like, a lot of conflict with his feelings of being used as, like, a liquor yeah. pump, uh, his feelings for Reen. Him being abandoned by his brother. Right. And then finding him in the street as a bum. Yeah, dude, like it helps him and then not forgives him. It's so many, so many different plot points with Gugu. And yeah, he's going to be one of the signature characters of that show without a doubt. There's eight more episodes left on uh, Two Year Eternity. And I feel that he's going to play an integral part again before the season's all over. But his, just like his final scene, though, like his goodbye, his little yeah. thing with Reen. Like, oh, yeah, like, like, I'll buy you more flowers while I'm bleeding out. And she finally sees his face with a kiss before dying. It's emotional. Very, very emotional. That's what sealed that 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 episode sealed it as a four star anime for me. Before I wasn't a fan of it. I was giving it three stars. Um, When it first started, I was I was like, oh, I feel like dropping it. But I didn't. And I'm so glad I didn't. Um, And again, Gugu's a major reason I didn't drop that anime. And I feel so, so much about it now. So yeah. shout out to Gugu. Yeah, we love you, Gugu, and uh, rest in enjoy, peace. Enjoy the cupcake, <laughs> and enjoy your cupcake wherever you're. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right. Now, just the regular old birthday cake with Indeed. confetti and stuff like that. Uh, we're gonna go with best ED, the best mm-hmm. ending theme, mm-hmm. the feet, the song that that closes us out. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I believe, yeah, no, since it was a tie, I'll go. Uh, Shadow's House had the mm-hmm. best has the best ED for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sung by Riona mm-hmm. called Na- Nai Nai. That was the name of the song. Oh, I don't know the fucking names of my songs. Oh, but Sorry. it's definitely there. It's on Spotify. It's definitely worth checking out. It definitely has the creepy vibes and tones to fit the theme of the show yeah and it's, it's it's a memorable one for sure so that hats off to rihanna yeah or real i'm sorry however you yeah. pronounce it uh fantastic song a great way to fit the theme for shadows houses yeah yeah for sure for sure what was yours 
Um, unrelated, real quick. I just noticed. I said we had three ties. I'm lying. We had five ties. So we agree oh, more. On oh five. shit. Okay. Yeah, we have five ties. Um. Anyway. Um. This was close. Well, actually, no. I can't even say it. I'm thinking. You know what? No, not. It wasn't really close. I'm thinking of the OP. OP was close for me. Um. Ed. I went with Cespus. Um. It's kind of ironic. You know, I hated the OP for Cespus. It was like. It was like. Ugh, it sounded fucking terrible. I was not a fan of it. Um, but that ED was it was very nice considering. I mean, Cespus is is a, a combat sports uh anime with like fucking C, it's a C, all CGI. Um, so it's a little bit annoying, but um, the story was good. And like I said, the um the ED it, it was like a, a nice romantic kind of like kind of song. And I, I'm a sucker for that type of that type of song. So um, I have it right here for the the title. Yeah, Kirida by Sarasa Kadawaki. Yeah, it, find it. It's a good one. It, you know what? I'm lying. It was close because it was either that or I was going to pick Moriarty, um, the Moriarty ED. But oh, that uh, was that, that was close too. Yeah, Moriarty ED was really good. That would be like an honorable second. But um, no, I went with Cespus. I enjoyed that one. Alrighty, uh, congrats on those for the ED awards. And now this regular strawberry cake. That's a short cake. So you gave that out. Did mm. we give that out? Shortcake? Um, strawberry shortcake. Did we give that out yet? You mentioned strawberry cake, I think. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't think I did. Then this is just regular plain strawberry cake. All right. All right. For the best OP, uh, this is our second tie. <laughs> yes, but this was very close. This was very, very right. close. There, there was a few I could. I was going to pick. Like Tokyo Revengers was one of them. I wasn't a fan much of Tokyo Revengers, honestly. Oh, I, I like that song so much. I've been, I, I, I loop it. <laughs> it's not a bad song, but I just, it never captured me. Right. Anyway, my second, my second was Koikimo, dude. Oh yes, that was. Koikimo oh was that Koikimo. was so good. Koikimo was my I bro. I used to fucking jam to that shit, dude. I, I still have it. I still have it on my playlist. <laughs> bro, I just I felt you know it's like it's like Japanese Bruno Mars, and I was I just see myself dancing Bruno Mars when I listen to the song. That was like one of the few songs I would only like I would let listen because I don't I skip the OPs and EDs most of the time. Um, Cespus, I would listen. Cespus, I would listen to the ED and um, what's it called? Quakimo, I listen to the OP, and then our winner, I would listen to the OP all the time without fail. Uh, from two year eternity. <laughs> yes, it was. It was hardly a question to be honest, though. It, it, it was close, but at the same time, not really. Two year eternity's OP was just phenomenal, fucking phenomenal. It was made by the famous Sakaru, who they also sang the the songs for Kingdom Hearts one, mm-hmm. two, and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely, again, lovely song. Beautiful if, if, voice and, 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 and the visuals that went with it at the same time. <laughs> yes, yes, it definitely, definitely touches you, especially now that you've watched the series and you become more invested in the series. It's one thing to listen to the song and enjoy the song because that's certainly what I did before I became invested. Once you became invested in the song and you watch the visuals. To the song it means a lot and one of the good things about the anime is the visuals change each week depending on the storyline you end up seeing more um in the visuals based off right. of the characters and what happens in the future to those characters and and it's one of the little little things that you that if you pay attention to it it stands out and it, that song for sure that helps push that that narrative there and it, it's again one of the it's one of the best in a while honestly you know a, a lot I of people, when we talk about ops everyone's going to name the jujitsu kaisen op because that's one of the most amazing ops that you'll hear in modern times i think oh, yeah. it, it's good it's won awards galore and rightfully so um but 
it really, you know, something like this definitely, I don't know, it's, it's not on the same level, but yeah. it makes it stand out for sure. And the, be- and the best ED is still Love Some Paradise, but it got taken down almost everywhere. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, because the band broke up and the drummer got arrested. <laughs> Child porn, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, because of this, you can't you won't hear on Spotify or any music. You might be lucky on YouTube, but they'll probably take it down. Fucking Kuzo. Yeah, like fucking like I my favorite song, one of my favorite songs in a while, and he had a he had to become a fucking diddler. God damn it, bro. I hope you die a thousand deaths. Fucking horrible. Ah. Uh, anyway. Let's move anyway, on. <laughs> anyway, now the double chocolate cake. We're gonna get to the genres now before we mm-hmm, get the big ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna go for our next tie and best mystery. <laughs> mm, this was easy because there aren't too many mysteries, honestly. Well, well, it, well Shadow House kind of was in a sense, but it wasn't gonna beat our winner. Oh no, it wasn't. It, it nothing was going to beat Moriarty the Patriot. Nothing was gonna beat Moriarty. Just... Side note. On another thing, I did this on episode five uh, where I talked about an anime um, that is kind of similar when I mentioned uh, Duke of Death and Nagatora. I'm going to mention another one that's similar that may beat Moriarty in terms of mystery, and that's Detective is Already Dead. That may beat it, and I can't wait to talk about well, that next we'll, week. Guys. We'll find out. <laughs> I, I have high hopes for the show after episode one, but we'll talk about that next week. Stay tuned for that. Um, I just want to throw that out there that if you enjoyed Moriarty the Patriot, you'll enjoy The Detective is Already Dead, currently out on Funimation, where Moriarty was. Oh, well, see? There's a thing there. A thing there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, while, while, while the first half was considered better, uh, there was still plenty of mystery to go around in this one, sure. and, and the ending of it was able to carry it to make it. Yes, like it, it was proper. It was proper way to save it. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I because no... I know because I know people were were very mixed with James Bond and Jack the Ripper being involved, but at the same time they felt essential. But you just wanted more of them. And then that's that again. That ending reveal with fucking um, what's his face, Liam being uh, not Liam. Uh, I always forget it. I always fuck up his name. Lewis. Lewis. I always know it starts with an L. But um, yeah, that reveal where he's now the the first head of MI6. God damn, that was so fucking good. I again, like I said in, in the review when we did Moriarty two weeks ago, that shit popped me. Definitely popped me. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, yeah, uh, again, it's still, it's still carried us strong throughout the whole season. Uh, we, are very, we were very satisfied with how it ended. I think uh, we both gave a solid four out of five. Exactly, yeah. Uh, as I said, in, uh, when, it was in, when it was in fall, it was in my top five. And while it might not be that high for part two, it's this still on my list for the year for sure. Yeah, I put we both put it in our top ten list. Do yeah, for for right now because we still got half half a year left to go through. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about for the season. Oh, it's not. Oh yeah, it's not in my top ten for the year. Oh yeah, no, probably not. It'll probably be like fifteen. I don't know. We'll Dep- see. It depends on how the rest goes. Again, we're only halfway through the year. Yeah, we'll see. Alrighty, uh, that was it for that. And now we're going to go with Thriller and the Cake for that. Another tie. Alrighty, we're, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> you said I got to I, I gotta find the cake for it. <laughs> you gotta, oh, you got to find the cake for it. I, I, uh, I, I, let's I, go I, with banana fruit or banana. Let's go with banana cake. All right, banana cake for the best Thriller. It's another tie. We're going to get through our ties mostly. Uh, this one won two. We're not going to tell. Well, spoiler for that. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Revengers. Well, you know what? We might as well do both. Because it's all, all right. We'll do thriller and drama together. One thriller and drama together. It was Tokyo Revengers, y'all. And it was just rightfully so. It, it was very suspenseful. You felt the drama mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Naoto, Takemichi, Mikey, Draken, mm-hmm. Hina, mm-hmm. everyone. Like, it was suspense. Like you didn't know what was going to happen next, or what happens if they switch. Would they switch this? Uh, when Takemichi got back the first time with Akun, with how, how yeah. much Aku changed, you find yeah. out Akun was the one that pushed him. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, it, I mean, just twists and turns. I mean, you know, there were so many other ones you could put in. Um, you could put in Moriarty to a certain extent. I could have put in fruits. I wanted to put in fruits, but I just I put felt fruits was too much, um, of that. And you know, I don't know. It wasn't so much drama as it was, you know, just other components of Slice of Life. So I definitely went with Avengers. Um, yeah, and we're still going to continue because we there's so many questions left unanswered. Um, you know, like, ah, oh, great, bro. Like, yeah. just, you know, the way it makes you feel the the when you're like, oh, man, happy ending. Sight, motherfuckers. He's dead. Exactly. She's dead again. Like, oh, man, good shit. All right. All right. Anyway, now we're going to go to the sponge cake. Good old sponge cake. <laughs> sponge cake? Uh, yes, it, it's still a cake, damn it. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with Slice of Life. I mean, bro, for Slice of Life, you should definitely have a fucking better cake than sponge cake. I'm sorry. Uh, the, what what cake do you want, then? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I fucking so. <laughs> No, I'll I give you a fucking better cake. Hold on. All right, all right. Um, fudge cake. Fudge cake. All right, fine. We'll give fudge cake to slice of life. Fudge cake is slice of life. All righty. Uh, Go ahead. 
Well, mine was Nagatoro. Nagatoro-sama. For that one, because, again, it had the same, it had the high school slice of life feeling. Yeah. How they're just interacting as characters. Yeah. And, yeah, Sam. Senpai or Paisen, he's a popular guy, even though the the other girls tease him. Do we, like get, him. do we ever know Paisen's real name? Senpai is Senpai. That's, I mean, what is his he? Is, his name is you know, Nakajima Senpai. Is it, no, his name is Naoto. Suwama Senpai. No, it's, no, it's Naoto. Nakamura Senpai. Okada Senpai. Okada Senpai. Yeah, you said Okada together. <laughs> Yeah, I would like to know fucking what what is his fucking what is his name? I just said it, I said it multiple times, damn it. It's not senpai, it's gotta be something else. It's Naoto. Oh, is his name Naoto? Yeah, N-A-O-T-O. Like the guy from Revengers? Yes. <laughs> that wow that wow. <laughs> That's fucking lame. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting something cool. <laughs> But like that's kind of lame. Now, nah, nah, nah. no, he doesn't suit a Naoto. Yeah, it's a no, it's senpai. <laughs> oh, he looks like a he looks like a jinky. Uh, or you know something like that, bro. Like a, a not, maybe not a Shinji. Shinji's kind of cool too. I don't know. He he doesn't look like a fucking Naoto. Well, not, that's that's who he is. What the fuck, bro? Well, uh, what's yours? <sighs> I feel like calling him Captain New Japan Senpai. <laughs> we don't talk about it. we don't talk about that. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Captain fucking New Japan. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, people that watch anime that don't watch New Japan are like, who the fuck is that? Captain New Japan. Oh, he's a dork. That's what the fuck he is. He's a fucking geek and a dork. Shouldn't have existed. Finn, Finn Balor is right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go for- Get the fuck out of here. I dropped my mic again. Fuck! <laughs> I'm fucking dying. Holy shit. Oh, that was a good one. Slice of life. For me, was it any question considering how much I've talked about Fruits Baskets? I hope it wasn't. It's Fruits Baskets. I'll the- just say, I can say it's it's something completely awful. <laughs> like, is it any question? Really? Are you fucking kidding? It's Nagatoro. No, fuck that. Nagatoro was good. But no, nah, man. It's, it's Fruits. I just, I literally said in episode five, Fruits Basket is a gold standard of slice of life, a must watch for slice of life. Not to mention, and I forgot to mention this in fucking episode in episode five, it's the highest rated anime on fucking analyst and my analyst of all time. Well, not anymore. Uh, what is it? Number four. Get the fuck out. I'm well. Is on uh, my analyst is number four. Yeah. I'm gonna go right now to my analyst. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's funny. After that happened, a lot of people were ranked the number one just to get it down. What the? F- it's still number one on analyst. I'm, I'm on it right now. I'm on. Well, you're on my anime list. I'm on analyst. What I tell you about? I use analyst.co for, to track my stuff. It's still number one on there. It's got a 91% rating, 92% mean score. So it's still number one, beating out Attack on Titan season three part two, Full Metal Alchemist number three. Anyway, I digress. Slice of life. Fruits Basket, um, again, it, it, it's got everything, truly. It's a true slice of life because it's got drama. It's got mystery. It's got a lot of love, a lot of comedy, um, a lot of sadness, um, heartbreak, uh, depression, um, psychological drama and torture. Um, I mean, literally, the only thing it doesn't have is rape. 
And even then, I mean, you know, fuck. It's not like it needed. Well, I said, let's not. <laughs> yeah, let's not add that. But, I mean, either way, dude. Like, it's got everything you would want in a slice of life. It teaches you life lessons. It makes you cry. It makes you laugh. It makes you smile. It makes you sad. And it leaves you happy. And, God damn it, if that's not a true slice of life, then you're a fucking moron. Because I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, truly. No, no. You're right on that one. Golly. Anyway. All righty. Uh, congrats to those who won the slice of life. And now we're going to give out rum cake. Ooh. Edda, you never had rum cake? Oh, no. I, oh, man. So, so good. Uh, I think there's, there's a website that uh, I think that ships it. Really? It's, 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 it's from a church. We got this at the the food festival before the pandemic. And it was like banana rum cake. It's so good. Oh, shit. I'll be and, and, and they do ship. So if I can find the website, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Yeah, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, like, it is great. Anyway, the rum cake is gonna go to music. Best music. Sing my wait. Music. We didn't. We, did we? Did we? We didn't. I mean, if we're gonna go with genres, then we still have a few. I know. I know. That's why I said this music. This musical. It's not musical. I know I, shows that are about music. We're we're, we're gonna get to. So I, I definitely didn't think that at all, dude. I, if you said best music, I thought you meant like best musical like composition. I no, didn't I, think you meant. No, that. I meant like music based anime. You, well, the one you have was right. No, well, I mean, yeah, it's right for that. But at the same time, I'm thinking like best music overall, like the overall music of the of the show. That's literally what I thought when I saw best music. I'm like, oh, best musical composition, not best musical anime. Oh, no, I know. I, 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 I happens to to fit that, but yeah, I meant music based anime. I definitely didn't get that. So ne- the next time you do that, specify that so I know because I definitely. Well, I, oh, I'm telling, I thought, you now, I'm telling you now going forward. All right, fine. Music based anime. The the, yeah. the 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 shit that is based on music that has music. All right, fine. Anyway, can you guys guess what uh, Matthew's b- favorite music anime is of the season? Vivi! <laughs> That's not a surprise at all, y'all. Yeah, honest yeah, to God, no. this is another one that I would have, if I had watched Vivi, I probably would have said the same thing. But anyway, let me, let, let's let you talk all about it. Right. Every, every song fit the story mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. everything that happened. And they're all so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a purpose. Like, whether it's Vivi singing it, it's mm-hmm. Ophelia... Mm-hmm. Estella, Elizabeth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just any, just any of the AIs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this how it played in the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's so good. Even just listen to it by itself, like "Sing My Pleasure," "Fluoride Eye Song," Same the, one I, the one I said, I, I, I sent you with Ophelia's song. Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, it, it's good. Like, it's so good, and it just. And the music plays a, a key part in the series, so yeah, for sure. I, so of course, I, I was gonna that was gonna be my music, yeah. rightfully so. And now, uh, yours that you took a lucky guess, shot in the dark, but we're correct. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, <clears throat> yeah, I went with these Snow White notes, another unheralded anime of the season. It's about the shamisen, the Japanese traditional guitar. So I mean, at the end of the day. It's literally the whole show is about music. It's about playing the shamisen, how the shamisen makes you feel, um, and, and and things along those lines. So I, again, if I had seen Vivi, I probably would have gone Vivi, but because I didn't, I saw uh, 
these Snow White notes. I did go with these Snow White notes again, and just the music itself. When it, I listened to the shamisen, I listened to the performances. I couldn't help but feel happy. I had such a smile on my face watching them just break it down. Like I, I love listening to like things like saxophone, electric guitar, just hearing those solos. Like it just it does something to me. And the shamisen did the same thing in a different light. It made me like just, it just made me smile. Like I felt such feelings listening to it like you know I, I didn't sit there and like cry there were a couple things that made me cry like a couple performances that i'm like wow it touched me but like overall i just had just such a happy feeling just listening to like them break it down like this but you know it kind of sounds like a japanese banjo for lack of a, a horrible way to describe it but i mean fuck dude it, it was just it was great you know and of course i'm gonna say an anime music that i enjoyed about music is gonna have the best music overall so um yeah that was my option Alrighty, very good. And now we're going to do Pound Cake. Time to pound. <laughs> the comedy section. <laughs> I'm glad you said comedy, because I was going to be like, best Pound Cake is going to be best girl. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? No, it's going to be couple. <laughs> now, that was going to be the couple. <laughs> and with, with who won, I can't do that. <laughs> By the way, I want to point out something in our notes when I was looking at it while you were talking about Vivi. Your best couple doesn't match your best romance. Well, say like that's just, that's just, that's that's just, just what would think couple. the best couple. It, the best. It, it, it would be like my favorite ro- romance anime. But your favorite romance anime should also have your favorite couple, don't you think? Well, again, it's just the chemistry of the characters, not just the show in general. I don't know, man. I feel like it should be synonymous. Yes. Ah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. That that you didn't get me this bullshit, bro. I mean, that's like like I said, bro. Like when I picked an, an anime, when we picked, for example, for music, we picked a show that was about fucking music. So the music is synonymous with the music, not because I mean, at the end of the day, we chose Two Year Eternity and Cespus, and you chose Two Year Eternity and Shadow House, um, as the best musicals, but they they didn't have the best music. In theory, you would have chosen one of those for best music. That's just so there's like different ways to look at it. You know what I mean? I mean, fair, but again, there's a lot of elements that is like there's more of the story than just couple. Like you have like everything else, like, like the other characters that help to help play into what is going on. Anyway, we digress, y'all. So anyway, we'll, best- we'll get to that in a bit. Anyway, let's just go to the fucking comedy. <laughs> I got, I'm trying to reenact my own comedy here. Somewhere somebody's laughing. All right. Uh, and someone's booing you, throwing tomatoes at you, saying, get this bum off our stage. Probably. They're probably saying, like, I could be a better podcast also. I, I bet you you can't, motherfucker, okay? All right. Uh, let's go. You go first with your comedy. Uh, I chose Nagatoro because I pissed myself laughing a lot. Although, you know, you chose yours, and I was like, you know, um, I did laugh more, I think, watching your show. I, 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 I will get to that. I laughed more watching your show, your choice, but in terms of a show... It, you had you had more with, with Nagatoro. That's why I have way more with Nagatoro than I did with your pick. Um, but yeah, Nagatoro, excluding the cringy parts, excluding the, the 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 fact that some of the bowling was a bit too much, it was just some really funny fucking shit, dude. It was just fuck. There was some really fucking funny ass shit. So um, yeah, I went with Nagatoro. Well deserved in my opinion. Uh, well, no, that, no, that was a good pick, but I'm sorry. Uh, the way the house has been, that is. Hysterical. It was it was, it, it was just six it was six episodes, eleven minutes, but all 
Those eleven minutes—they fit perfectly. It, it was hilarious. It was definitely hilarious. I died laughing a lot during that show, and I don't—I'm not a house husband. I don't—I'm not married. But just the way that they fucking delivered the comedy, the comedy itself was sensational. I definitely laughed more with House Husband, but just the way the show was done and what the content and how it was delivered, like I just had to go in Nagatoro. But I'm not gonna shit all over. Like I said, said, the animation with this made sense because again, this is what the creator wanted because like this is only the best way to tell the story, and he was right. I don't think it would have gotten as much buzz there if it was a regular animation, twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. You got very, and again, these chapters are short in the manga. Like it's following the manga like to a T. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, like, so he, yeah, he he did it well with for just that. It's just yeah, it's comedy, it's romance, slice of life. You got all that in the in the in that first half, and uh, we are going to get more. We just don't know when, but mm-hmm. I am just going to be excited when it happens. I'm same. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I will definitely love it. I've shown people House Husband. I've recommended House Husband, and everyone I've recommended it to, no one came back and said this shit sucks. Quite the opposite. Everyone, this shit is fucking hilarious. This shit describes me if I was him. Like, yeah, dude, it's fucking hilarious. Yep. Uh, he he the, the deadly cockroach is. <laughs> Bro, there's so many that did the cockroach. Uh, the fucking and the, bir- uh, the birthday the, scene. He like the, I got the, you the Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, oh wait, I already got. He's gonna w- willing to cut off his finger to take the penalty. Bro, and just and then, pull his clothesline out of the way. And then they're all sitting at the table with the fucking masks on and shit. Oh my god, they're, they're fucking hilarious, dude. And then him in the fucking uh, the, in the yoga class. Yes, and, <laughs> uh, he actually he trips into the girls' locker room. He's like, I'm gonna, I take the penalty here. Just throw me in the ocean. I am ready. <laughs> Smashes his head to bleed like to bow an apology. <laughs> this, this this deadly yakuza member Tatsu. Is the sweetest, is the big, like the biggest sweetheart. He's fucking great, dude. And then he he turns his fucking delinquent into a fucking into his like little like his, and, his, his and, and, the, and the combat with the knife. Ah, like I'm gonna sell him this cheap knife. I'm gonna test it. I'm gonna make you this five course meal with the knife. And it's That's, like, why am I scamming this guy? He's too nice. It was fucking great, dude. I I I I'm like I'm, I'm gonna leave. I'm satisfied. I can't do anything wrong. And then he made the knife work. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, anyway. Anyway. All right, now the angel food cake for romance. We're getting into the big stuff, y'all. Yeah, we're almost done. We we got a few left. Go uh, with yours, dude. Go with yours, because I I disagree with your pick. But all right, I mean, well, yeah, now you're making me question it. <laughs> I mean, I disagree with both your picks. Whether it came the best couple and best fucking romance, I disagree. Well, well, well couple. I would I would have said. The fruit basket. If I saw it, to be fair. Okay. So I'm I going mean, same with same with Vivi because I would have said best anime might have been Vivi. Best animation definitely might have been Vivi. I still maybe want to give it to Vivi over thing. You know what I mean? But, but again, well, we'll we'll get to that bit again. There was, but there wasn't like a lot of good romance romance at the same time aside from fruit basket fruit fruit basket. I mean, if you wanted to be fair, you could have given it to fucking Gugu and uh and 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 Reen. That's a bromance. That's a that's a completely different. No, Gugu and Reen. Oh, oh, sorry. No, not Gugu and Bushi. No, no. <laughs> I know, I know, we're fucking we're accepting on this podcast, but no, that's not at all where I was leaning. <laughs> I probably would say Gugu and Reen if there was more. If he didn't die yet. If he got the fuck before he died, right? 
No, I just wanted more development in the race when they actually get married as type of thing, not be his tragic head. If that didn't happen, then I definitely would have. Another, by the way, another early leader. If we want to talk about real quick about uh, about the summer season, is girlfriend girlfriend for best romance. The dude has a fucking uh, a legitimate legitimate harm. He's Holly, fucking all the girls I, in the harem. He's fucking all the girls in the harem, and he's fourteen. That's gonna win. We'll 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 get to that. We'll get, we'll get to, to that next week, y'all. We'll get to that next week. That's gonna be a fun one. <laughs> anyway, God <Yeah>. damn it. <laughs> Oh man! Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> it's all you, bro. Uh, I'm still doing it. Uh, he get hero because <laughs> it had that category, and this the development. <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't. He he believes in older women with big tits supremacy. He does, but he's going to end up with a fucking... He's 28 19, now. 19-year-olds. She's 19, he's 28? Uh, he was, no, not even. He was 20, it was 26 and 16. Now it's well, going to well, be... Well, remember, she got held back. It doesn't matter, so she got held back a year, but freaking... Um... Uh, it's still... She's still considered 19. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 19 at this point. Yeah. But he's 29. Okay. <laughs> Legal. I- Dude, I can't. So you know why? I because I have a niece, bro, and she's twenty. Gonna she's gonna turn twenty. No, she's turning twenty this year. So she's nineteen right now herself, bro. You know, and I like to make a joke and like think to myself as a joke. Like I'd fuck one of my niece's friends if they were hot, you know. But at the same time, like just saying that just now, just it's odd. It's we. I can't imagine dating. I mean, I mean, my mom and stepdad haven't have a ten year gap. My mom and dad. Yeah, my ten year gap. Yeah, my parents have a twelve year gap. That's fine. It's just it. it, it shut the fuck up. <laughs> it just it doesn't it doesn't feel right, dude. I it, guess it, 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 it's like it's like no different than a twenty eight with a fifty year old. No, that there's definitely a big difference there. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, you must have money, or you're I don't. There's a lot. I of mean, things. if you don't have money, if you don't have money, it's a right, it's a standard guy. You must have fucking fucking bred her for that shit. <laughs> that was that's got it. That's that's not normal. I'm sorry. If you're not rich and you're 50 dating a 28 year old, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like I judge. Uh, There's some love I judge. That's one. All right. Uh, we already know yours. Let's just skip it. Yeah, I chose. Let's, let's uh, just skip it. <laughs> no, we cannot do that. That's not. All right. All right. All right. All right. Best romance. Fruits baskets. Um, not. You don't want to know something. Not because of my um. Of my best couple is that uh, Fruits Basket's the best romance. In all sincerity, there's one of the unique things about Fruits Baskets and how it ends is the amount of couples that it made. Um, you have uh, what's it called? Kyo and Toru. You have Yuki and Maki. You have um, Reen. I'm not. Yeah, you have Reen and uh, Hatsuharo. You have. Um, uh, I forget their names. There's two characters that um, oh, Kissa and somebody else. Um, they're younger, but they have they're like childhood lovers. Like you know, what I mean, they love each other since they they were children. So that's four couples: Shigure and um, um, spoiler alert: Shigure and um, Akito. That's five. Uh, the other guy, the doctor, Hatsu, uh, not Hatsu. Um, Han, 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 okay. and um, Han and um, and the the girl who is uh, Shigure's ex. That's six. Um, who else can I think of that 
were that became couples. Um, yeah, there's a lot of couples. So. There's six couples. And again, the focus is on Kyo and Toru, but the season finale managed to give definitive conclusions to five out of those six couples. They don't really delve much into Kissa and, and the and the other dude. Um, but the other six, like the other five, they gave definitive conclusions to five of those couples. Five people have happy endings. In the in the manga, you're gonna see at minimum three of them. Um, and how those how how that worked out, or four of them. So it, I went with it obviously because of the, the the number one couple, but at the same time, the fact that a slice of life anime gave us definitive and happy endings for six different couples that were made over the course of sixty three episodes is incredible. You can't t- you cannot tell me that that again you haven't seen it so you can't. But when yeah. you see it, you can't tell me that that doesn't equate to the best romance when there are so many conversations about the romance and the fact that they managed to deliver on that there was no disappointment there's no anger there's no frustration there's no what ifs it's definitive it's happy it was conclusive and it was fucking amazingly well done so that's why i gave it the best romance because it's unprecedented to have a romance give you definitive conclusions to six different relationships. Not six different women, not six different scenarios, six whole different relationships were concluded in a happy manner because of that show. Incredible. All right. Very good. I think that's all the subgenres. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Now we get into the, the big stuff, guys. All righty. Let's get down to it. We're going to go with best couple. Um, for me, I just explained it. Kyo and Toru. Well, I didn't. I kind of went into it. It's Kyo and Toru for me. Right. Um, I chose that. I really should have let you go first because I disagree with yours again entirely. Um, but for me, I guess. Well, I, I, I get it's for different. It's for different reasons. But we'll, all right, we'll talk about it in a moment. But I'll argue with you in a moment about it. <laughs> but no. Um, again, as I mentioned with fruits baskets, I went with the obvious couple, Kyo and Toru. God damn it! But one of the things that made me cry so much about this show is. In life, I feel that one of the biggest things that you should look for in a relationship is someone who's going to accept you for everything that you are, all the positives, all the negatives, all the stuff that they love, all the things that they may want to change, all the things that they don't like. You know, there's opportunities to grow within that and be able to expand yourself and, and find yourself and come to either an acceptance or come to a way to to change for the betterment of yourself or for that person. And for them to Kyo and Toru to come together and accept the faults um, of each other and and come together is truly beautiful to, to to have these two people that didn't know each other at the time that they met yet be so intertwined with life because of one defining factor and that's uh, Toru's mother to um, have that be one of the major factors that intertwine them and led them by fate to when they got together is incredible. Another factor of their relationship is the fact that you have Toru who's, again, as a man or in any relationship, to have someone there the way Toru is there for Kyo it is inexplicably beautiful. To be there when you're at the lowest of your lows, when you're a, a literal monster Kyo is a literal monster in season one, and Toru embraces him not as the monster, not as but as the the man, as the person Kyo. The way that they embraced, the way that she accepted him, the way she built him, she helped build Kyo into uh, someone who was miserable and upset and accepting of his fate that he's going to be locked up forever, and fought for Kyo, fought for that family. 
it, I can't express to you enough how incredible, how powerful, how emotional that is. And to watch them succeed is the ultimate feel good of that show. Um, again, I can express to you the thousands of ways that Fruits Baskets is amazing. Um, but the way Kyo and Toru um, developed and that ending and how it became, um, it, it's just so fucking special. The, at the very beginning, when you watch Fruits Baskets, um, unbeknownst to Toru, when she talks about the cat, um, she mentions that cats are her favorite animals. And when they talk about the Chinese Zodiac, she gravitated toward the cat. Um, the unbeknownst to her, the whole story that happens with the Chinese Zodiac and how that affects the Somas, including Kyo and Yuki and the family. Um, it really, 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 really is it's just it. It's it brings shit full circle. And it, it's just insanely insanely incredible insanely powerful insanely touching insanely emotional um if you appreciate any type of romance if you appreciate um having someone or wanting someone to be down for the cause to be there for you at, at your lowest moments to help build you to help you succeed to travel with you at the end when Kyo tells Toru I'm leaving to a faraway place I want you to come with me your life is going to change you're not going to see your friends I, I, I understand if you don't want to go but this is my path and that's what I'm going to choose and I love you all the same and Toru says I'll follow you to the ends of the earth basically because of the fact that I, I want to be with you and I don't ever want to leave your side again I mean, Jesus Christ, dude, that is fucking incredible. It is truly fucking remarkable. And, and I can't express to you enough how fucking special that is. Not in terms of how I feel about Kyo and Toru. <clears throat> not since I saw, um, what's it called? Nagisa and um, uh, Tomoya from fucking Clanad. Have I felt that strong sense of loyalty and love? Um, you can talk about, uh, fuck, I forget his name now. The the, the couple from Sword Art Online, um, Asuna and uh, and Kirito. Kirito. Yeah, you can talk about the, the, that loyalty and how that's incredible. That was one of my first anime couples. Um, you can talk about um, uh, so many different ones. You can talk about the ones that I, I just go over the ones that I've seen. You can talk about the couple from, um, from uh, fuck. Um, a Toradora, when you talk about um, Taiga and, and Ryuji, you can talk about Snafu when you talk about um, uh, and... Hachi Yeah, you can talk about you can talk about them. Um, you can talk about um, uh, fucking um, Subaru. No, not really Subaru. I was gonna say <laughs> he's a whore. He's a no, man whore. no, not Subaru. Um, fuck. Uh, God damn it. Um, from Hori Mia, Hori and uh, and, and Miyamura. Yeah. Um, you can talk about them because they're a great example of what real modern love looks like. That their story is one of the truer stories. Uh, that's not a fairy tale because that stuff happens in real life. Um, you can talk about those, but the way Kyo and Toru hit, it just it hits different. It's cliche, but I mean, it's the fucking truth, dude. So I, I can keep going, but I mean, I just I gave you why it was just so fucking clear and obvious, dude. Oh, it's like, oh man, he gives this beautiful essay, and now here's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and here's Matthew. What is your pick, Matthew? Oh God. Uh, again, I really didn't watch a lot of romance anim animes this season, so again, there was nothing fantastic. Otherwise, I would have said Fruit Basket if I watched it. But uh, it's for you and Ichika. From Koi Kimo. And I know. It's even worse than I, fucking Yoshida and Sayu. 
That's even worse. Uh, I, 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 I know, but, uh, but let me, let me talk. It's fine. You gave me the final answer. Go ahead. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, uh, I, 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 I listened 20 minutes of Fruit Bassus in a row constantly, so hear me out, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with everything aside... Bullshit! No, just just <laughs> them as characters, they grew a lot from how they were as individuals and as eventually, not an official couple yet, but just the hint of it's going to happen. Where Ryu was this cringe man whore that got saved by this high schooler from falling off the stairs and love came to be. And it's like, let me have sex with you to make it up to you. And she's like, no, you're creepy. It's like, oh God, someone denied me. They're like, like, someone denied me. Someone told the truth. Someone didn't give me this bland answer of yes, automatically. Someone doesn't Hoshima Chimpo? The fuck? Yeah. Like, all right, fine. Um, yeah, all right, fine. I'm gonna go with this. And the chemistry with them is great. Whether it's ah, great. how comical they are. Uh, again, it's just it's more of a character progression that made them work, even though it's not socially acceptable. So why not? Sayu and, and Yoshida, who I would have been equally as not equal. I would have, I would have been less cringe and I'm upset saying, about that. But it, it was, but most of it was basically like a like a caretaker or brother, big brother, little sister, not essentially a full on romance. Even though Sayu liked Yoshida, dude, I would have given it the fucking Paisen and fucking Nagatoro before I gave it the real Onishika. I get where you're coming but, from, but, the character but, progression, but yeah, that's more but, of an appreciation but, of the anime. But, it is yeah, the but with Nagatoro uh, and Paisen, that was just more of cringe and just a friendship. If if there's a season two, yeah, there, then I probably would consider it for that season. But I would have given it to fucking Hina and fucking Takamichi before I gave it to fucking Rio and Chica. I I know you. I know. I know you would. I'm going down your list right now. I would have given it to fucking uh, James Bond and fucking whoever the fuck. I would have given it to. No, I'm kidding about that one. No, I would have. I would have given I, it to. I would have given it to Sherlock and Moriarty, and that wasn't even a real relationship. But no, 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 no they, they were they were totally real. You shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're still real to me, damn it. God damn it! The, the, the fucking no, again, stuff. Like, again, I, if you throw if you throw all those out the window. Everything about it worked with the slow build up, even though how pushy he was, he still learned like, hey, I am kind of fucking up a little. This isn't right, but it isn't right. You think y'all fucking think? Yeah, yeah, but at least <laughs> but again, it's not like they actually legit had sex, which is good. <laughs> but uh again, like even despite all this, she they still came to those feelings by themselves. Because, again, she could have legit said, fuck off, like, a real, not, like, a teasing, go away. She should have done. She, she, I'm saying, she had plenty of times to do that. Just, I still but she bad. didn't. I still feel bad for Tamaru. I feel so bad for him. And I feel I, bad for the other girl, too. For that, oh, no, the other girl. The the girl that loves uh, Ryo. Oh, oh, that otaku, yeah. Yeah, the otaku girl. I felt bad for her. I felt. I wish I could find a girl like that in my real life. 
20 something year old that loves anime like that and yeah. is like you know th- that type um Hi- uh, matsushita or whatever her name is i was about to say Hayashida, but that's the uh, starter like i said i probably would have given it the fruit basket a default but again i didn't watch it and i feel like the way i just talked you into fruits baskets you should have just changed your pick like i'm gonna give it to fruits basket just because of the soliloquy you just gave well no that's not, that's not fair i know i'm just fucking serious. i know like I said, I'm going just by growth and progression as characters and as, and as a couple. I'm going by just simply that. Nothing else. <laughs> I, I just gave you four other ones I would have given it to. I, I, I know, but again, I like their dynamics. Uh, it, you cannot deny that. It was a funny dynamic, and that's literally it. it. it, it I can it, deny yeah, everything but, else. But it, I'm saying it worked. That's the thing. <laughs> And say it shouldn't have, but it did. Anyway. You sometimes get those. <laughs> Whatever, we'll agree to disagree because I'm never. I, I, I know we, we'll agree to disagree. I'm just telling you, like there, there was a lot to like and then some to dislike. <laughs> it's just creepy, dude. I know, I know. <laughs> <sighs> you should see my face right now. I wish we were on cam right now. If there was any time to do the camera shit, it would be now. No, yeah, 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 see me shirtless. <laughs> hey, hey, that's for the only fans after. <laughs> <laughs> Show the keki. Show the keki after dark. <laughs> Ten dollars a pop. Uh, let us know. Shout us out if you want to see a talk to keki only fans. If we, if we get twenty people, we'll do it. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, we'll give you whatever you want if we get twenty people to fucking pay for a ten dollar only fans. Right. Within limits. With, <sighs> Before and, we talk ourselves and, into a fucking and, corner. And with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> we should start like a patron or some shit. That would be cool. Uh, we gotta get popular first. We gotta get popular first. Help us get popular, guys. Yes. Morning, guys. All righty. All right. We're gonna go with best girl. Uh, we're gonna do this with the good old blondie. Blonde cake? Blondie. <laughs> Oh, ah! Uh, I'm like, wait. I was like, I was like, cake, cakes and brides are considered. Okay. I was like, neither of the girls we picked are blonde, dude. What the fuck? Well, the, the most of the females. <laughs> we have no sakuras. Sakura. We have no sakuras, bro. Not the not the pink hair sakura, and not the slut sakura from Nagatoro. Yeah, no, no uselessness here. <laughs> no, for sure. Right. Um, was is there any real fucking doubt, guys? At this point, we're already an hour and ten minutes more, an hour and five minutes into this recording. Yes, give or take a few minutes. Is there any? I'll give you a guess who we're gonna pick for 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 best girl. Go ahead. All right, all guess. right. Uh, guess, guess, guys. Guess. Go ahead, Matthew. Dio. <laughs> huh? I me. Dio. 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 You, you were you were expecting Vivi. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking great. That was great. I want to give you a high five. I'm high fiving my PC right now, my Mac. Yes, high five. Alrighty. Oh All my god, right. Angel Marte. If you you, this is how we'll know Matthew if they listen to this show. This yeah. is how we'll know. Or anyone. <laughs> Anyone, if Zach really listens to this, he hates it. Oh my god, Sean Gaston, who loves it, Curtis loves fucking. Uh, oh my god, oh, that was a good ass joke, Matthew. All right, but of course, it's fucking Vivi. 
Or Diva, Vivi Diva, whatever you want to call her, is still fucking Vivi. From beginning to end, she's just a fantastic character all around. From her humble beginnings to the very end. And it came, all came full circle to her as this character. How much she learned, she struggled with, with loss. With everything, this, such a well-written android character. One of my favorite, yeah, definitely one of my favorite android type a- AIs in terms of characters in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no surprise to that one. What's your uh, obvious pick? <laughs> so my obvious pick is Toru. But before I start talking about why I picked Toru, I wanted to talk about the other picks that were in that had competition. So for best girl, had Toru not come through, had Fruits Baskets not been a thing, it would have been a tough pick. I would have gone with either Sayu from Hero because Sayu, everyone loves Sayu. We must protect Sayu Chaso. Um, Sayu, her as you mentioned with um, with uh, what's it called, with Koikimo, the the growth that she experienced was sensational. Um, to see her suffer the way she suffered and the way she dealt with that suffering was incredible and touching and emotional. And it really hit, it, it hits, it hits you in the feels and it, it means something. It really means something. So I would have picked probably Sayu. If I didn't pick Sayu, then I probably would have gone with the girl from 86. Right. I, right. Yeah. I, I'm forgetting her fucking name now. Oh hold my on. God. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, I can click on the thing. I can pull it up. Give me two seconds. Um, uh, anime. Lit. I can do it. I can do it before you. Nope. You're not going to do it. Le- Lena. 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 God damn it. You did do it for me. I'm Burner, baby. Fastest in the universe. Fucking hell. Hopefully your sex games aren't like that shit. Hey! <laughs> oh! It depends. Hopefully you're not the pies into the bedroom. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but I would have picked Lena because Lena also... And I'll talk about this when we talk about... We'll talk about it momentarily. But Lena, her character progression is sensational. Um, and, and the way that she develops. I'll, I'll save it for, for our next topic. Uh, our next couple topics. I'll, yeah. You'll see. I, spoiler alert. But yeah, I would have picked Lena. But no, I picked Toru. Um, is it any doubt why I wouldn't pick Toru? But you want to know something? Not because of the romantic aspect. Because of Toru. Because not only is Toru a great romantic partner to Kyo. Toru is the entire existence of fruit baskets. I'm going to go on another soliloquy. I'm sorry. Toru is the reason why there's a happy ending. She is the literal reason why there's a happy ending. The the Soma curse is the most oppressing portion of the show. It's a literal dark, disgusting, raining acid cloud down onto our characters that's suppressing them and holding them back and keeping them depressed and keeping them scared and confused and angry. This curse, this feeling that they've received from Akito, who's destroyed almost all of them psychologically by her wicked twisted methods that she was brought up to and how she perceived life and, and, and them as a whole. I, I mean, it's horrendous. The, the type of backstory that you'll learn in fruits baskets and Toru single-handedly, almost single-handedly knocks that completely away. She saves so many people. I mentioned earlier in the episode, how in, when I was talking about fruits as, as my show, um, fruit, there's a, a point in episode in season two where the crossdresser wants to commit suicide and she saves her 
from committing suicide and tells her that it's okay. Um, and I, I'm forgetting the basis of it. It wasn't because of the cross-dressing so much, but just because of her, like, just the way she's lived. She also felt like this depression because she couldn't be herself and shit. And she saved her. She saves Kyo from her, from, from, from being a beast. She becomes a motherly figure to Yuki, who, who's, own family abandons him and helps Yuki come to accept himself and come out of his shell and and be the amazing human being that he was on his path to be but he would get lost because he would get scared and he would get nervous and he wasn't sure of himself because of Akito and he helped she helps him get over that completely she helps he um Shigure understand um more about himself he's not just a dirty dog um he he becomes somewhat more human because of that um she helps reen reen hated everyone except for hatsuharo and she helps reen understand her feelings and con and, and compartmentalize those thoughts and emotions and helps her get control of herself um she helps Mimoji, one of the best characters in the whole fucking series, Mimoji, who's a gender bender character himself. Like he may be gay, but he talks like he's gonna be straight, but he still acts gay. Um, he, she helps him tremendously deal with the fact that again, same thing. Uh, and you know, it's a theme where the parents of these characters they just abandon them and help, and she becomes a, a best friend to him, um, a, a confidant where you know he can tell her how it is and listening to her or seeing her in action with whatever helps him process things better um if you wanted a best girlfriend like a friend that's a girl you would want a toru the way she is with her friends the the way she is so accepting and loving of everyone she gets in contact with there's not a, a, a twisted mean iota of an atom in her soul and her body she is the epitome of an angel toru as i've said it before is a literal angel she is a tenshi she is incredible she is everything that you that a person should aspire to be not just from the fairy tale standpoint of of things that we probably won't ever accomplish but just in general of how you think of how you want to be with your friends to be revered to be someone that's looked at as integral to someone's entire well-being and existence that is Toru. She is the center of Fruits Basket. She is the center of all those characters' universes, um, either directly or indirectly. And it is it, she's a godsend. Whoever the 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 mangaka that wrote her, the animators that expressed her and gave her life to those who are watching, fucking superb. She is superbly amazing. She is a she needs to be on a pedestal of amazing women, amazing wives, amazing friends, amazing lovers, all of that. She is on that pedestal of superbly done characters in a story, period. She is amazing. All righty. Uh, very good on that one. <laughs> You're just like, dude, the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't talk about Fruits Baskets enough, man. Like I, I know, I know. It. Like, it's like I a whole episode. <laughs> I talked about it in, in in episode five, and I've gotten a chance now to expound on it a lot more through all these through these reasons. And I mentioned I was going to when I talked about the season over oh, the yeah. because of how fucking special it is. I mean, fuck, dude, fuck. Uh, all right, now that the females were the blondie, let's give out the brownie for <laughs> best male. And this one, this was our last tie in terms of awards together 
Before we say it, I do want to say, again, if our pick wasn't here, you know who I probably would have gone with best boy in all sincerity, dude? What? I would have gone with Takamichi. Really? If our pick wasn't available, I would have gone with Takamichi. I would have not picked anyone from, from Fruits Baskets because they all have their own problems and stuff in their own way. Right. Yuki, Yuki is kind of close in terms of best boy because of the way he treats Maki. Um, really, really exceptional. Hatsuharo is another one that treats Reen especially amazing. Um, so they're two of the best boys. And Momiji is also, as I mentioned, one of the best characters in the show as a whole, the way he is and the way he interacts with them. Um, those three are some of the best boys within Fruits Baskets, but they pale in comparison to Takamichi and our pick itself. Takamichi um we both i think would agree um the fact that he's going through so much to try and save a girl who he ran away from because he couldn't face his life and he's going through so much shit to fucking save her life and not only you know save her life but change his life as well but you know obviously it's on a projection they're going to be together at some point once this thing is all said and done i truly believe that right but just the, the way that he is with them, the way he is with his friends, he wants to save his friends, the way he is with the gang members, he wants to save the gang members and save them from certain doom and, and, and evilness. That's best boy shit right there, dude. Oh, yeah, I agree. But unfortunately, someone did better. Yoshida from Higa Hero. Hero. Was there any real doubt at the end like, of the day? He was, he... He like he stood true to his word of everything he was going to and not going to do. Yep. No matter how tempted he was to almost have sex with her, he still yep. did not. He yep. only did he just did it out of absolute genuine kindness. Yeah. Just he, he got drunk one night, he helped out someone in need. And yep. that was and that was basically it. Uh yep. he was he was like a, he was a big brother, he was a rehab and now potential lover to Sayu. Yeah. Like, again, like he said, like, you don't need to have sex to remember me. You don't need to nope. have sex to show you're grateful to me for letting you stay here. Like, I just yeah. want to help you. Just get on your feet. I know something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. It, and now that's how it went. Like, again, he's a great character all around. He helped out you in so many ways than you, could, yeah. than you could possibly imagine. There aren't too many examples of characters that will recognize the flaws of someone to the extent where they see self the true self-destructive behavior and, and and work and be there for someone to help while they figure that out and to help instill values he instilled values into sayu sayu didn't become someone who was easy i mean she wasn't easy because she was basically raped the whole time but um the way she was just accepting of the fact that this is what I have to do to survive. I have to open my legs and let men fuck me. Um, and he instilled that, no, like you have to find yourself worth. You have to know that you're amazing. You have to understand that sex isn't something you give out for free, that sex is something you do with someone that you love and you care about to show emotion and love. And, you know, it's okay to not want to do that. It's okay to not have sex. It's okay to, 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 to show your affection and show your appreciation in different manners. Um, it's okay to not think about sex or whatever. Like, there's so many different aspects to that. The way that he mentored her, the way he instilled those, those feelings. He mentioned that in episode two, I think it was, or I think it might have been in episode one or episode two. He's like, I'm gonna instill that you know you're gonna be a proper girl because proper girls don't do the shit that you went through. And then over the course of the series, you understand why she had to do the shit that she went through, and it wasn't because she was a 
floozy. It was because of the fact that she was broken and she had her family problems and she had to do what she had to do to survive. And she had so no money, not, yeah. She had no money. She didn't want to freeze in the streets. She didn't want to get fucking raped or abducted by Lord knows what. So and she, she chose. And, and her phone died, right? That she and her get phone, in yeah, her phone died. She couldn't get in contact with her brother. So at the end of the day, you know, she did what she had to do to. To, to she chose the lesser of two evils, and there's nothing wrong with choosing the lesser of two evils. But the evil she chose was still something that would she could have killed herself. That would have been worse. Okay, that's fair. I can't say anything about that. That is true, yeah. and I'm sure she probably thought about it. It's not implied, I don't oh, yeah. think, but I'm sure she probably thought about it. the way the way that character is written. It's easy to to to, to probably think it, he probably, probably would have she probably would have eventually if she did not met Yoshida. Yeah, for sure. Meeting Yoshida changed her life for the better. Yoshida being there. Yoshida, I just talked about Toru being an angel. Yoshida is a true angel to Sayu. Um, Out of the goodness, as you mentioned, out of the goodness of his heart, he really went out, really fucking pushed and pushed and pushed to make her right. And when she wasn't right, he was there. When she stumbled, he was there. When she was wrong, he was there. He was accepting. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to smile. It's okay to be your truest self. Because there were times when she had her bubble up, she had her guard up, and that's what, um uh what's her face? Asani. Asami said. Asami's like, you know, there's something definitely more sinister behind that that smile of hers and you thought oh maybe is Sayu lying is she gonna fuck Yoshida up is she gonna like make him go to jail and like no it's not that it was sinister because she's evil it was sinister because of the fact that she just has been ruined tormented. by tormented by her circumstance and the fact that Yoshida broke her out of that is truly truly remarkable and truly something that was stupendously well written something that is it truly stands out in this season um again if Fruits Basket wasn't in my opinion if Fruits Basket wasn't in this season Hijihiro would be a, a top seasonal contender by far we still gave it five stars um because of how powerful and how well written it was done um it stands out as as a wonderful story um to a horrible uh backstory horribly not horribly written but like you know horrible feelings wise that backstory right. so yeah dude all right uh the final award these are very easy and obvious mm -hmm. uh the cheesecake the real meat of the matter mm -hmm. all right um obviously vivi lord i saw the original anime. Wait. okay what you do animation or are you doing best anime best anime oh oh shit we uh it's animation dude i mean for you you picked you know, it, it's still Vivi <laughs> for anime. Yeah. We're going by animation. Yes, yeah, still Vivi. Yeah, animation is gorgeous. Visually, just mm -hmm. how everything moved, the fights, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just the design again, just the design mm -hmm. of the characters, mm -hmm. everything about animation with Vivi, mm -hmm. spectacular, mm -hmm. uh, all around. Uh, I probably, I don't know who I would give it to if it wasn't for that. Uh, it's tough, dude. For it, it, it probably would have been. I struggle. I struggled myself in all sincerity. Korkimo might have been a good choice. It had one of the better animations for sure. I agree. Um, as I've run down the list, there aren't too many other things that stand out for animation. Um, I would say maybe, you know, something in all sincerity, and we'll talk about it in that top 10 a little bit more. I'll explain. But Boruto, I know you, we shit all over Boruto. A lot of people in the world shit over Boruto. But this season of Boruto, like during this seasonal aspect, because Boruto is a continuous anime, so it's never going to be in contention, in my opinion, for all the top awards or anything like that. But in terms of the animation sequences for the fights and for the things that we've seen throughout this season, it's been fucking stellar. And I'll get more into it when we talk about the top ten of the season, but it stands out for me in terms of animation. But to people's surprises, I'm not going to pick Fruits Basket. Ha! 
<laughs> jokes on oh, us. Jokes on you, motherfuckers. I'm not picking Fruits Baskets. I'm talking about, I'm going to pick a show that I didn't give much love to as a whole, but stood out in its own way. I picked 86. So in all, again, in full transparency, if I had seen Vivi, I would have given it to Vivi. Because I did see a couple of the clips from Vivi. I saw the clip that Matthew sent me <clears throat> for one of the fights, excuse me. And it was stellar. It was fucking smooth. It was vivid. And for me, there's some things that people look at in terms of animations. You want to look at transitions. You want to look at, um, at fluidity. I look at colors. I love colors. I'm very into, I'm very much into, into things that pop and stand out and make me feel that are vibrant and that speak to me. And so for me, 86, I chose 86, 86 is fantastic when it comes to the animation sequences of, of how vibrant things look the 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 blood uh, the, the 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 flowers toward the end of the season there's a lot of of shots of flowers um close-ups of of, of things uh, the, uh, the way things are animated with fire and then the action sequences which is the main really the main sequence within 86 um it uh it, it it's amazing the way that they 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 had the action sequences it was stellar the the way that the mechs were shooting the way that they moved the transitions that they made from from scene to scene um how they jumped around and and did a bunch of crazy shit it's, and then when it came to the humans like the, the crying aspects when they cried when they were angry when you look into their eyes and you saw emotion when you saw the flashbacks it was all stellarly done um to me, it stands out beyond a shadow of a doubt throughout all of the ones that we mentioned um, as best animation. If I were to pick a second one, I might go with Hitch Hero. I love when they did the night scenes in Hitch Hero, um, oh, when yeah. they were looking at the stars. Those were really well done. Um, and there was also a realistic aspect to some of the things that you saw um, when they walked the streets as well. So that might be like a second for me. But, I mean, 86 for me, absolutely, absolutely killed it, dude. Absolutely killed it when it came to the fight scenes, to the, the animation of the characters themselves. Um, stellar shit. All righty, very good on that. On that note, uh, all right, now we're gonna go to. You want to know anime. before you go to best anime? I just thought of something that we didn't pick here, and we should have done. I mean, it's fairly obvious in terms of what we're gonna pick. Um, what about best story? We never did best story. I feel like that's that just ties in with writing with the screenplays. But we didn't do a best screenplay. We did best. I mean, like adaptation, best. original. I, I feel I don't know. But, because, I mean, when you look at those, you have to look at everything as a whole within the anime. We didn't do one for just just the story itself. For me, it would be Fruits. I mean, I already talked about it. so it's... Yeah, and it's still Vivi. Done. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. I just wanted to shed more appreciation because we talked about Hero. We talked about the character progression within Koikimo that you loved. And I won't disagree with the character progression. Um, we talked about the redemption story of Megalobox. We talked about how I talked about uh, the Snow White note. I'm sorry, not the Snow White. It's about So I'm a Spider, So What? About how they intertwine two different different storylines into one season um revengers with the timeline skip 86 with the the whole aspect of racism um i mean there's so many different stories that we i could have gone on besides fruits baskets and talked about and they all would have stood out this was a fantastic season when it came to anime not only because of 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 what we saw but just the stories the way that things were written 
was fucking phenomenal. So many di- amazing, great stories. So that's why I kind of wanted to put an emphasis on that in terms of the stories that were written, because there were so many ones that you could discuss, even though we have our favorites between Vivi and Fruits. Um, surprise, surprise, that's what we also chose for best anime. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like that, I think they already know. That's why like, we're just going to like leave it as, yeah, it's, it's, it's obvious. Like, of course, of course it is. Yeah, dude. I mean, you go ahead and t- if you want to talk any more about Vivi, do you want to talk about any more? Well, you uh, we're, we're, we're gonna get. I think we're just gonna get to it when we do our top ten. Because yeah, fruits and VV, we picked our best animes. Obviously, so, so we'll go animes. more in detail with that. Yeah, we'll go into it more detail. I mean, there's not, there's not. I feel like I, I don't know. For me, there's not a hell of a lot more I can add to it, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Well, we we can be brief on those, but again, we got we got the rest of the list. Yeah, uh, we're gonna take this one last commercial break before we get there. So stay tuned. In just a bit, as we just do our top 10 anime of the season. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, everyone. We're back. Let's uh let's bring this to a close, shall we? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time to get to the real juicy stuff. We gave out all the cakes and now we're going to eat some cakes to close it off. We have now our top ten of the season, but before we get to there, we're gonna talk about our free honorable mentions. Uh I'll let you list your free thirst. Um yeah, so honorable mention number three, I'm going to start down and up. Honorable mention number three is Slime Diaries. Uh, Slime Diaries was a very wholesome anime. Um, it, it happens, as I mentioned, between seasons one and two of uh, the, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. By the way, uh, that episode one, which we'll talk about next week for this course two, who it was good. But um, anyways... Yeah, Slime Diaries is very wholesome. It really, you know, something a lot of people didn't like it because it's there's no action. And everyone watches Slime Diaries to watch the Rimuru OP and fuck everybody up. And I agree, it's awesome. But there's not enough appreciation and emphasis. I just gave a soliloquy before the commercial break about stories. And Slime Diaries is another one where the, the story itself is just their lighthearted moments throughout like different portions of the seasons in between the seasons. But at the same time, it helps you appreciate the characters more because it, it, a lot of the, the stories, as much as it revolves around Rimuru, it's around the interactions with everybody else, how they interact with each other, how they interact with Rimuru, how Rimuru interacts with them in particular when there's not a story involved and it's just general conversation. It, it helps with character development and character appreciation helps you invest more in the characters. So for me, this is a great opportunity to invest yourself. If you want to into the side characters and the characters that we see in the background or play somewhat integral roles in the story. So that way they mean more when they do stuff. Like, so for me, Shion is one of the more emphasized characters of the season because she's one of the main secondary characters. And the fact that we see her in all these interactions in slime diaries and the fact that she dies, spoiler alert at the end of core one, um, it, it fucking, it means, more dude and uh, there should be an appreciation for that and it, there's not enough and that kind of irks me about that so <clears throat> yeah uh honorable two 
Um, I gave to My Hero. Normally, you would think My Hero Academia would be in the top 10 for sure of any anime list. This season has been kind of lax. It's starting to get a little bit better. Um, but it's a consensus that this season five has just it hasn't been hitting, dude. Season three was great. Season four was stellar. Season four is one of the top anime seasons of, of you know of, of any show in a while, and because it, it just hit so many things with the action and the emotion, it was fucking amazing. And so you would think season five would have picked up where it left off, and <clears throat> it's been it's been a miss, dude. It's been good. I've enjoyed it. I have no qualms over it, but in comparison to everything above it, um. It doesn't come close as far as I'm concerned. Um, honorable mention number one, which people, is going to shock people, is To Your Eternity. Um, you would think I would have put that in the top ten given I gave it a couple of awards, but I couldn't get over the fact that the, the beginning just sucked. The beginning sucked, and toward the, like I said, toward this end... I, I still would have put it over your number ten. <laughs> I'm going to explain why my number ten is my number ten. But, but, like, but would, it, would that count, though? Because it's, it's just every week. But so the way it gets broken down, I don't ever review it for my reviews for the season. But at the same time, it does. They they basically every season they change their ED and their OPED, and then they have different visuals for that season to basically coincide with the arc that's going on. So we'll talk about it. So you so you so you're going by that arc. <clears throat> I'm going by that particular arc. Yes. For the okay. Season. That's why. And right. I don't ever review it as a whole because it is a continuous week by week thing. But in, in terms of why it is, I'll explain. Um, but right. yeah, to your eternity, I couldn't get over how shitty the end was. The be- I'm sorry, the beginning. The end has been great. Um, I just can't put it above any of the other ones. I don't think because it just it doesn't hit the same, dude. For me, I, I don't know. Um, it'll be different, I'm sure, once it's done. But just based off of what I saw for the core, eh, it, it didn't hit for me nearly as much as the other ones did. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh all right, now for my honorable matches. Number three, My Hero Academia. I actually binged the first half to get ca- to get caught up. You didn't tell me this. Uh this was a couple this was like a couple days ago. Wow, I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, I just forgot to tell you. <laughs> wow. What do you think? Uh it was okay. Uh I'm actually one of the few people that did not like season four. You're fucking insane. No, no, I, I loved Overhaul, but I think the rest, like, eat the stuff before, like, Kirishima, like, I'm sorry, he does not deserve that much screen time. Like, this, this, I'm trying to make him a big thing. Let's be real. That was too much. Okay, but, okay, excluding that, you know, how did you feel about Night Eye? I'm going on, we're going all the way back here. How did you feel about Night Eye? How did you feel about Eri? How did you feel about Togata? How did you feel about 100% One for All? How did you feel? Yeah, I, I say, like, like, I'm saying, like, the first half of that core, that, that first core was just bland but when we got to the real meat of the matter of when we got to the mission like the actual fight and Lamillion loses his power that was fantastic i loved all of that but so it was it was just like not again this that first half was just like not enough to like put it above like there so, was there was a lot of great there was some great moments but there's this some in between that were just eh so is that so is that how you feel about uh, this season? This is just this is just this is weak. This is the week. This is probably the weakest first half, though. I would yeah, probably agree. I, I said this might have some problems with four. Again, it was still good for the most part. It was I, 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 I was entertaining. I, 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 three is still my favorite. I'm gonna say four, but that's fine. I'm not gonna shit on I'm three. Saying, three like, was all, really with good. The, with all for one and all nights, and then the stuff after. Yeah. 
I'm not going to complain. Just for me, Night Eye Dying, Airy, um, Lemillion, all, all that negativity, followed by um, Deku and Overhaul, that fucking fan, superbly done fight. Fucking amazing. Um, I, got, I said, I loved all that. Just, like, just the beginning of it, it just felt like it was just. I didn't mind it. Everything with my hero, I don't mind. Like, literally, like, for me, my hero starts on a high pedestal, and nothing that it does really takes me off of that pedestal. It only increases it for me. Like, I don't ever hate anything from my hero. Nah. I do love I do love Gen- Gentle Criminal, though. He was cute, I guess. I, I, he, he just reminds me of Jack the Ripper, and uh, Rekka Ragnarok, Jack the Ripper, a bit. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, God. oh no, no, but no, Jack, but Jack's a better character. Let's just oh, get okay. that. Don't Jack, do it. The way Jack, Jack, you, you're gonna love Jack the Ripper, and then you say he's like gentle criminal. No, but like, like yeah, he's what a gentle, like, not, not like that. Like he's a gentleman, but at the same time, he's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> but like, I think that just looks and mannerisms is where I got the Jack the Ripper thing. But personality and overall, no, Jack. I mean, he's, he's with an underage girl. Gen- isn't uh, isn't gentle criminal with an underage girl? No, I think she's just an adult that's just tiny. Is she an adult by now? Because she said that she. Well, met- what, what's her name? I'll look her up. I forgot her name, dude. Oh God! Now I got now. Bro. I, now I got to do research. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, let's uh. Let's move on. It's not that important. No, it's important to me. <laughs> 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 this is why the show is two hours as we do research oh sorry la brava okay thank la you oh, all let me let me let me go to her come to her she's 21 oh do you come on her <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're if you're it's a lot of cause sure but sure why not it's legal call the police <laughs> it's like fucking a midget would you fucking midget yeah, well, it makes you look huge, so. Ah, ha, 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 But uh, like I said, uh, it was an okay se- for season five. It was okay, but it was not enough to get it up to where it probably could have been compared to previous seasons. So with that. Real quick, before you move it's, on. To- it's, it's on the bottom of the honorable mention. Okay. Like, it, it barely made it. That's fair. Real quick, before you move on to number two, how many seasonals did you watch total? Do you know? Of what? The uh, spring. How many total did you watch? I, I believe I watched everything on the list. And then I'm trying to think. You remember the number specifically? Because I know my number. I watched 21. So- I, also, I also had Joran on here. So that's 14. Right? Which is my season now. I'm on 14 this season. The summer season. So I just wanted to give reference to the viewers. So we came up with a top 10 and we gave three honorable mentions. Um, Myself, I watched the most anime, probably in the whole fucking group, I think. Um, I watched 21 seasonals, which was quite a pain in the ass, especially when life became hectic these last couple months with getting a girlfriend then not getting a girlfriend and then um with the the passing of my aunt in New York. So that it was a pain in the ass to keep up. That's why I was so behind um, with life taking priority and then um just having so many fucking things to watch so um yeah so basically there's 13 out of 21 uh matthew's giving you 13 out of I, I, uh it, it would be 15 because uh, again with uh joran and uh what you call it the one i just meant uh sorry uh how did not summon how did not summon demon lord season two <laughs> okay 
That's what it, 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 it was just there. There was just okay. Like I enjoyed it for, but I wouldn't say like I loved it. Sure. Okay. I just wanted to give references all. Yeah. That's all. Right. All right, go ahead. And then, to your Jor- and, then, and then Jorin, it just, it, it, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. It was close. It was close, but again, Academia. Honorable mention number two, Osamake. Mm. But uh, what'd you call it? Uh, it what? It wasn't bad. Uh, again, oh. it was just, a, it was a, it was a generic rom com. Yeah. Uh, it, it it was harmless. Like I just, it's just something I wouldn't say it was stellar. I did get plenty of laughs. I enjoyed the girls. I enjoyed the cat. I enjoyed the Met guys. Yeah. Uh, but again, it was a, it was just a standard, a standard anime. It was nothing, yeah. nothing insulting. Nothing, nothing cringe. Well, there was cringe moments, but it was like nothing. Yeah. At blatantly stupid, <laughs> per se. Sure. Sure. Uh, for sure. And then honorable one, Koi Kimo. <laughs> okay. Again, animation, certain characters. Uh, the music, the, the the opening theme. Mm-hmm. It, it, again, it, it, again, it, it probably could have been on here, but there was a lot that were just better. Yeah, but That's fair. I just, but I feel like I just couldn't leave it out completely. Like, it deserves, left, is there's at least an honorable mention? I like, left it out completely just because of the story. I just hate right. the story, but right. But I was saying, like, for like everything else, like it was. Yeah, I guess it's you, it's hard to resist. I that's fair. That's fair. I, I can agree with that. All righty. Uh, uh, are we gonna go back and forth, or we read our own, and then you read your ten, I read my ten? No, let's go back and forth, and let's just try and keep it because we're running. But let, let's keep, let's keep it, let's keep let's it brief. Start, for the, for the ones we talked about, we will keep brief. The ones we yeah, haven't, yeah. we'll go a little bit. That's fair. Yeah. So I wanted to explain real quick. My number ten, I'll start first. Is Boris. Yes. Um, as I just alluded to, normally, again, we, we shit on Boruto so much. I wanted to explain that, again, I don't rate Boruto because it is a, a weekly anime that's been progressing for now for like the last three years or so, I think, or four years. But um, I gave the core, oh, I'm sorry, the season, the arc, I gave that arc, the Kawaki arc, a top 10 because, you know, for me, the show has always been a three out of five because the fillers were just so fucking awful. But when it goes to the actual story, that's part of the manga. It's really good. So at this point, we're basically all in the manga going forward uh, for, for Boruto and the, everything about this sticks out. People shit on Boruto because he's OP because he's not like his daddy. Cause he's whatever you can go on and on and on about Sara having glasses. Cause she's a stupid Uchiha. Like you can go on and on and on and on about it. But when it came down to the story that was well written about about um, a kid who was abandoned by his abusive father um, and sold off to someone who is equally or somewhat worse abusive to him and how Naruto basically adopts him as a second son. And it, it, a lot of people get pissed off because he treats Kawaki better than he treats Boruto. Um, but at the same time, just the principle of, of being that parent to tell that kid that it's okay. It's okay to be you. You're loved. It's okay. Well, you know, just that, that feeling is really nice, really nicely well-written. And then the, the whole thing about how Boruto doesn't like him and then slowly, but surely they warm up to each other. And then, you know, in this last few couple episodes, he, and she's like, oh, like, uh, let's go, brother. Like, he calls him brother and shit. And it's like, wow, they've got that bond. And, you know, Sadara and Mitsuki, they appreciate him. And now they're part of, like, that unified Team 7 for them. And then th- the big meat is the fight scenes. The fight scenes were fucking incredible. Incredibly well animated. Incredibly, like, 
you know, done. I mean, you know, people are going to find fault in the fact that they've nuked Naruto and Sasuke. And I agree, they've probably nuked them a bit too much. But obviously, the show is about Boruto and his gang, so they want to make them stand out more. Um, they want to, you want to see them overcome. Um, but just in general, just the fights themselves have been great. The fight with Naruto and Delta was amazingly well done. Uh, the fight with Owl uh, and um, and Team Seven was fucking great. Um, the fight with um, and I don't. You know, there's so many you can go on. Now we got the fight with Jigen versus Naruto and Sasuke, which I highly recommend somebody try and find out there because it is amazing. That fight is fucking great. And they get fucking wrecked. They get bodied. Um, I just wanted to give Boruto the love that it never gets anywhere and probably will never get again. But um, just that arc was just it, it was stellar. That what to me was a four and a half out of five star arc. I truly mean that, not because I'm a, a, a Boruto stan, not because I'm a Naruto fucking freak, but just the way that it was done, um, it was fucking amazing as a whole. From the start of the arc to where the arc is at now, no disappointments. I have yet to feel disappointed. In the last two arcs, if you want to go back to the, the winter season, um, in like, sort of God, in the last like 20, 30 episodes, I have not been disappointed at all every episode. None. Zero disappointment. It just It's been up, 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 up. Great. Alrighty, very good. Uh, for my number ten, I was going back and forth with this in Koikimo, but I feel like at the end of the day, I like Nagato Nagatora a lot more, despite uh, despite the problems I had with like I gave some of the cringe over the top notes. It still worked overall in terms of beginning to end. Uh, we had a satisfying satisfying conclusion. With uh, Nagatora and Paisen in that regard, uh, it's definitely leaving more. Who knows? Maybe when it comes back for a season, it'll, it'll go higher. You know, it's crazy. It's like when I saw that you had Nagatoro at 10, I was like, what the fuck, dude? And then I'm sure you probably thought when you saw uh, To Your Attorney as my honorable mention, you were like, what the fuck? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So I was, I don't know. I stood out. Okay, it's just more. I just like these a little bit better. <laughs> sure, I didn't rate. You know something? I didn't. You rated House Husband. Well, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. You rated House Husband. I didn't rate House Husband just because it was so short. I know it had a great impact, and it was. I, I, I still think it counts though. <laughs> I didn't rate any of the, the the Netflix anime, but yeah, I mean, I didn't rate it, but it, it was great. Anyway, keep on going. All right, but again, this we we talked about it enough for the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's again what we said. Like, again, good comedy, uh, mm-hmm. fun characters. It's just mm-hmm. an overall good time. And that's mm-hmm. why it's in my number ten. Mm-hmm. All right, number nine. It is for me. Shadows House. I talked mm-hmm. about it much. It was definitely an underrated anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful designs, in terms of character, mm-hmm. animation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, it's just an overall good story. With the, mm-hmm, again, interesting mm-hmm. concept with the shadows and the dolls. Yeah. It, it, again, it leaves you you're you're curious about like how this whole thing started. What's the origin story of? Yeah. Like more like how did it start? Like how is grandfather this main one? How did he get created? Yeah. Like, where where are those people? You yeah. Know, like, since grandfather like the main person. Yeah. But yeah, definitely a lot. Definitely a lot of questions. Hmm. Uh, I think they'll definitely do it for season two. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it for what it was, mm-hmm. and I, it, it deserved a bunch of the praise mm-hmm. to uh, to make it on my list. <laughs> fair, fair enough, for sure. Um, I went with Moriarty at my number nine slot. 
Um, we talked a lot about Moriarty earlier. Um, great mystery, good reveals. Um, we both agree that the second core didn't hit as strong as the core one. That's probably why it's lower on the list. Had it hit as just as strong or a little stronger, it would have definitely made it, I think, to at least number seven. Um, no, no further than me because my top six are fucking amazing uh, as far as I'm concerned. But in any case, uh, Moriarty is definitely number nine. Definitely hits good. Definitely uh, recommend it for sure. Um, great anime. Um, so that's where I put Moriarty. Very good. All right. Number eight. Your go. Yeah, I chose So I'm a Spider. So what? This is one of the ones where we chose ones that we that neither of us watched the other one. So I chose So I'm a Spider. So what? Again, um, as I mentioned before, great storytelling with intertwining of the two timelines into the new timeline. Um, good bits of comedy. Um, animations, whatever. Music's whatever. Um, sometimes the comedy becomes too much or maybe silly. Um, I don't like the the music really when it came to the the actual like EDs and OPs. Never really was a fan of it because it's kind of like like goth rock. Like uh, I'm not really a fan of that. But um, overall, like I said, the story was great. Um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, and like I said, the ending um was a great ending for sure definitely with some great revelations that are like holy shit definitely some holy shit revelations which definitely helped it i think probably more so that's why i put it above moriarty uh because of the fact that that it ended so strong and as a whole it stayed very consistent as far as i'm concerned where we said moriarty was great in the first season and good um or real good the um the the second core um spider was very consistent and so um, that's why I chose Spider above Moriarty and chose it at number eight. Alrighty, for my number eight, uh, Combatants will be dispatched. Uh, if you love Konosuba, you'll definitely love this. It has that type of comical charm with the characters. And again, Six and Alice are villains. Mm. And uh, again, very etchy with some of the themes, especially the the leaders of six who have those quote unquote porn bodies. <laughs> mm. But, um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of great comical stuff. I was laughing quite a bit, especially Tiger man going after that trap of a uh, chimera. <laughs> I've, I've heard the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger man. Don't judge boy or girl. He don't care. Tiger man he'll, wants he'll, the hole. He'll, he'll make you, he'll make you wear a skirt. Tiger man wants the hole. What hole? All the holes. Exactly. When there's a hole, it's a man's job to thrust into it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed almost all the characters. Yeah. Uh, again, it's, it's just a good time. This is this and that. And I, it, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Right, so right. I, I, I cannot complain. And it was just enough to make it to my number eight for sure. Uh, alrighty, number seven. Uh, this is was a little higher for me, but I understand why it was lower for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moriarty the Patriot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, it did start off weak, but again, it, with a little bit of the beginning, I would have Albert being more involved in this, and it's just showing it's not just William that's the Patriot, it's all the Moriarty's, it's Lewis, it's Albert's, yeah, it's William. So that was fine. Again, with uh, James Bond and Jack the Ripper, they were just okay. Mm-hmm. I, I get they were needed, but I think I would love them to see them a little more fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel, I feel like that you could have got one more season if the manga was a little longer. You could have got more done in terms of uh, progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, overall, with that, it was still there was still the, enough to have a satisfying conclusion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to keep it 
and at least at a high note because he he technically did his job, which is having the upper class, the the nobles and the lower class work together for this one cause that he that he did with the fires. Mm-hmm, he made the mm-hmm. work together, and he's going to become a martyr by just killing himself. And mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. as you as you saw, he failed to do because mm-hmm. Sean was like, "I'm going to save you." And yeah, like there, and now they're the bromance begins. Indeed. All right, uh, I believe that's your go. You know something? And now I'm looking back. I feel like I shouldn't have deleted the fucking the 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 awards because I want I should have tried to post them. Yeah, but too late now. Fuck. Never again. Never I'm, to be seen again. I mean, you know, I can always press the back button a bunch of times. Anyway, all right. Yeah, do it, um, do it, do it off the air. <laughs> that's fine. We got um, to sleep. Yeah, for real, dude. It's, it's eleven forty-five right now. Um, as we record this, so we've been recording now with this back-to-back episode for over three hours, going almost four hours. So, yeah, we're hitting. And, the, I, and, and I gotta be, and I gotta wake up in five hours for work. But we all do right. it for, but we do it for the people. <laughs> I gotta wake up in six hours for work. I, I'm right with you, brother. Um. Anyway, all right. So number seven, right? Uh, I chose these Snow White notes as number seven. Um. I chose it above the other ones because of the fact that it gave me. And for the rest of these, they each of them gave me feelings. For my seven through one, each of them gave me distinct feelings watching it. And so I was happy a lot of times watching these Snow White notes. These Snow White notes. Every time I listened to the songs, as I said before. I had a smile on my face. I felt emotion. I looked at the scenery that it was that that it gave me, um, and I felt things. Um, they did a superb job, uh, like I had mentioned in I think last week's episode um, when we reviewed it. Not only of um, the music itself, but the scenery that accompanied it. Um, scenes of nature, scenes of 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 coming to understand how to to deal with feelings in the middle of a song, um, and how that how those feelings are able to be expressed through the, through the sounds of, of, of playing the shamisen. Um, it was really, really well done. Um, there's also hints of like a little bit of romance. I don't know whether they'll expound on that or not. Um, and then another theme is, is just dealing with loss. How, um, how Setsu lost his grandfather and then he just lost his way because he lost his grandfather. And the story happens throughout the season of him trying to find that redemption, trying to find his sound, trying to make his way in the world without having his grandfather there, but still being able to keep what his grandfather taught him and being able to express that to the world um, while being unique to himself and to his 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 um, compatriots and to his companions. It really stands out um, as something of a great story that was told. So. All right. Uh, it definitely will be on my list to watch soon, and I am excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to number six for you. Mm-hmm. I chose Megalobox. Um, again, Megalobox. Um, fantastic redemption story. Um, very sad throughout. Uh, very poignant. Very powerful. Um, in all sincerity, now that I look back on it, I probably should have put it at seven instead of and put these Snow White notes at six. But it is what it is. Um, just because of that ending for Megalobox was really disappointing. Um, I just didn't, it didn't capture it all for me. It was a nice end the way it was with the, the characters, but the final fight and the fights in general this season weren't the same as, as in number one, uh, Nomad was definitely more about the story. It was definitely more about, um, getting those, the, those feelings of the redemption story and all of that out. Um, the fact that he was a former drug addict, um, and he was on pills and he lost his way because of Nobunga's death. Um, that story is the meat of the bones. Um, the action 
action was still good for sure. Don't get me wrong, but it didn't hit the same levels, didn't hit the same excitement as uh, Megalobox one. So, um, matter of fact, I feel like switching it up. So we'll put Megalobox at number seven. Do you know why I know it's at number six? But I'm reading it off in the number six slot basically because that's where I had it at the, at the time. All right, uh, fair enough. Uh, this I know I rated higher than you uh, for my number six uh, two year eternity. Yeah, way higher. Uh, I again, uh, again, I was like you, like I was. I was turned off by it at the very beginning mm-hmm. with with how hyped mm-hmm. people were doing with it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was gonna be the best thing ever because mm-hmm. you know Hikaru singing the song, this mm-hmm. silent, silent people do the silent voice, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna mm-hmm. be super sad and all that. It, it gets mm-hmm. sad. Don't get me wrong. It definitely gets sad. And but uh, again, it was just a slow start. Otherwise, it would have been higher. Mm-hmm. But I think this near the end, the hat when we're halfway through the March arc where Fuji starts talking is when they started picking up, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you, know, you find out more about the pow- his power in general, mm-hmm. uh, or the beginning of it. You see the introduction of the knockers. You see the creator finally, mm-hmm. and just the whole Guga story that just that made it get that high up in general, just with everything involved in the characters. The story of it, and yeah, just, and just the emotion at the at that yeah. at that last episode of that arc. Yeah, without the Google story, I probably wouldn't even put it in my honorable mention, dude. I probably put it. If that Google story was not as good, this probably would have been number ten or an honorable mention. Yeah, but uh, again, it, it was just enough to make me want to watch more. Sure. Uh, all right, let's go. We are now halfway through. Let's get to yes. it. Number five. Number five. I just switched it up looking at it. Again, I'm I'm doing a lot of switching now that I'm thinking and now that we've done almost two hours of podcasting and four yeah. hours in general. I'm doing a little bit of switching around. I had um another podcast at number five, but I, I went and put Nagatoro at number five. Um I just it was great etchy comedy. Not etchy but comedy, but just comedy in general. It was great comedy. And I'm a sucker for comedy. To me, my favorite, other than clan ad, because it made me feel and understand so many things about my soul, um, and about my my life as wanting to be a parent and being a lover and things of that nature. Um, my favorite anime of all time is Konosuba. So anything that makes me laugh will always be high on my list. Especially things that make me laugh a lot. Uh, Nagatoro definitely sure as shit made me laugh a lot um, and it made me excited for season two. Um, it was very, very cute, um, like I said. And it, again, just that those laugh. Uh, the, the only show that made me laugh nearly as much as it did because the rest of the shows that I have in my top four aren't laughing shows, what the fuck soever. So, um, yeah, I put it at number four or five, rather. All right. All right. Uh, number five is also my comedy, uh, Way of the House Husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it counts again six episodes, but think of it this way. Uh, basically, if you combined it, it's basically three episodes. If That's you not go, enough. If you, if, but I say if you went by the twenty the twenty two minutes, it's like three episodes. Like it left much of an impact on just six eleven minute episodes. I guess it's so, your so, so, like, it, so it's like so it's like so it's like what does it say about most anime is that had these long seasons, but they just did it in. Something you could watch in less than an hour. But, you know, there's no concise story with fucking House Husband. It's just, you know, clips. But as I say, it, you, 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 get, you get a bit of it. You get a bit of the whole thing as you go along about his past life, about how he is now. You just get those in between, and it just, it works with, it, it works with what it does. 
That's why I don't mind the six clips, but I just I don't know. I was saying, if you look in between the lines, it, it's it, it will start to flow again with his backstory, with how it ended now, mm-hmm. and that uh, you just get and he's get a lot of comedy on top of that. Yeah, you, get, you can say you got your comedy, you got your slice of life, you got your romance. Yeah, he, he's just, he's he's overall like best dad if he was the dad, dad husband. Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. Like it's just. It's just enough fun, and again, it, it does it in ten minutes. You, you could, it's, it's, they do a lot in that amount of time, so it, it works. It's, I mean, if we're gonna say, if we're gonna talk about that, then one of the animes I didn't put on my list or talk about much at all was um, with a dog and a cat. Every day is fun. I enjoyed the shit out of that show. Yeah, that would have counted, <laughs> but it was a minute long. I mean, if you think about it, the whole season was twenty four episodes at a minute and a half long. It literally was basically one long episode. Right. I, that's not enough. I'm sorry. I I laughed. I laughed a lot more. I laughed a lot during that show. I even cried during that show because when they talk about the way that some of the animals are, I related to my cat, and it made me feel emotional. It's not enough. Right. I just that's me personally. Right. I just, it, it, that's fair. All right, number four. Number four. I play right. hero. Oh, did you want to go? I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry, I should let you go first. My bad. It's okay. Um, yeah, so I chose His Hero as my number four. Um, we're getting into the meat. Um, the rest of these I've all rated five star anime four, three, two, and one are all five star animes. Um, I probably should have put Revengers here, but fuck it, I'm putting Revengers here. I just gave my number four. I'm I was saying we, we, we could have talked about it at the same time, it would have been quick. Damn you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, you know what? That's fine. I'll leave it here. I'll change it after the fact. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Hitch Hero is my number four. Hitch Hero, stellar anime. We've gone over it plenty of times of what Yoshida and Sayu mean, their story, um, what they told, how they made the, the, the me, the audience, and you, the, you know, feel. Um, stellar shit. Um, any other season, it would be a number one anime. Uh, definitely wouldn't eclipse my number two or my number one. Um, but any other season, it would be a number one anime just because of how stellar it is. Just any any animes, especially for me, any animes that tell raw stories and make me feel raw emotion and, and make me feel that pain and that hurt and makes me feel like I can relate when I can't. Um, all fucking stellar, amazingly stellar, a fucking beautifully stellar. Have to, have to, have to, have to, have to put those high. Have to make me, make me favorite those over other animes that uh, you know, although are fun or are great, um, or tell a good story, right. um, don't hit the same. It just doesn't. I agree. Uh, number four, mine was Megalobox. I don't get another one. I rated a little higher than you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, but I I knew you were disappointed with the last fight, but I, at the same time, I get it. But also. I understood why, and it and like it worked a little more in that regard. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, again, it was just more about the redemption story of him trying. Like he was, he was a drug addict, and now he's uh, on pills. Uh, he hears Chief song when mm-hmm. Chief was basically the hummingbird, and while Joe was a nomad, and there was a lot of those elements. It went mm-hmm. for the same people. Like Joe was a hummingbird for Sachio. Yeah, or the family is the hummingbird for uh, what's his name. Uh, Mac, 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 like, like, like it all just played out it's like very little yeah. itty bitty puzzle pieces, and it just connected in the right ways. And I liked it for just that. Yeah, and it, 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 it's of course it's great seeing everyone except for Pops. Unfortunately, I liked Pops. Yeah, it's Pops. Good. It was a good play. He was a good character. Definitely a good character. Yeah, but uh, let's say we talked about it so much for mm-hmm. our episodes. There's really not much more to say. Yeah. Like, we we loved it. It's in our top ten for a reason. Yep, for sure. 
It's a shame that no one really gave the the attention it deserves. <laughs> it, it it is. It really it's gonna fly under the radar because there are so many other animes that were better or more acclaimed. Or, um, or yeah, more they, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. That's that's exactly it. A lot had more hype. Yeah, like we didn't even talk about. We never. We neither of us watched Odd Taxi, and it's gonna be one of the top anime apparently of the season. So, um, just, just a quick shout out to Odd Taxi. Anybody who uh, you know what? As a matter of fact, anybody listening to this, if you watched Odd Taxi, please let Matthew and I know why it's so amazing. Please, yeah, please. So like, I yeah, want to like, know legitimately. Like, basically, make make us convince us to watch it. I'm not gonna watch it because I don't really like stuff with animals like that. But well, as I say, like I I I want to see how they can convince. Sure, sure. make an argument. Like like, like 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 sell it to us. Our ears are open. Please tell yes. us. We would legitimately want to know. Not trying to shit on your on yeah. your parade. If you find Odd Taxi is amazing, for sure, let us know. We, we're curious. We want to know. We'll delve into it. Maybe you know whatever. Yeah, if you sell it good, then we'll probably watch it. We'll consider it. <laughs> Yeah. righty. Uh, number three. This was a tie for both of us. Tokyo Revengers. Oh, and we uh, again, we talked about it way too much. You already know why. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, you know, I'm changing it. Like I said just now, I'm gonna put Hero above at number three. But for the purpose yeah. of a podcast, we'll do Revengers at number three apiece. It was a tie. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, again, briefly, Revengers. Just that the way that the time travel story has been being told is amazing. The emotion and what Takamichi is going through is the best boy shit. Um, it. Yeah, it's really hitting its stride. It's continuous as well. It's still going right now. Um, as we head into uh, the new season, um, uh, this new season, as the story continues for Avengers, um, we're expecting great things. You know, we've heard good things about the story. Um, it started a little slow, then started getting better and better and better, and now it's a top tier anime for a reason. So, um, yeah, dude, looking forward to what else we have here. All right, uh, I'll go ahead with the number two, uh, Higehiro. Uh, again, it's in our top for a reason mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the characters, the drama, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Sayu, Yoshida, and, mm-hmm. and and just the rest, like the supporting cast of the, like, the mm-hmm. girls, the guys, the brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone clicked. Mm-hmm. Everyone did their purpose. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, it was just enough to make everything interesting in that whole season. We, yeah. got, the, we got a nice conclusion with the mother. Just how Yoshida begged Cunt. the mother. Exactly. Cunt. I'm I'm saying, but yeah, but she played that well. Like Joffrey's the biggest Joffrey Barafi was the biggest cunt, but he played that character oh. so goddamn well. Like, god damn it. I hate uh, you, you do it so good. Yeah. It's 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 like that. Like you and she did her she did her job as a heel, which no wrestling company does anymore. But yeah. She got heat. <laughs> Heat, goddammit. Real heat, not go away heat. Like not summer. go away heat. Oh, God. <sighs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just how Yoshido and then Sai's brother were able to beg mm-hmm. to the mother. That was just like, ah, so good. And then mm-hmm. the end ends, uh, Yoshida crying alone when he was in his house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just enough mm-hmm. to make it, it. It was worth it's worth being number two for me in that sense. Agreed. So so much good, so much good stuff. Agreed. Uh, you with yours. I went with eighty six again. Not a show that I talked about a lot, 
um, recently because 86 actually finished was one of the first anime to finish uh, this season. But 86, um, I talked about the animation, about how amazing it was and the action was amazing itself. Um, again, the points of, of contention with 86 or not contention rather, but the points of selling with 86 are the action with the mechs and the, and the, the shooting um, and then the story itself. Um, as I mentioned in my review on the podcast several weeks ago, 86 is like a light version of Code Geass. Um, it extreme racism to a particular set of people um and how they're treated and how they're called um they're basically being let out to slaughter for this superior race um it really definitely brings um eerie similarities to nazi germany um a lot of similarities to nazi germany whether it be like naming conventions whether it be the the the, the type of of people and hair and things like that it's it very negative very negative and um but it's very powerful as well to see how one woman is standing up for the right thing lena um standing up for the right thing trying to save these people from slaughter even though so many of their people have been slaughtered how she tries to relate to them how this and it, it's incredible between the action being stellar and that type of powerful anime or it's a po- to- powerful story rather being told in an anime um it's beautiful like like i said it's code geass light minus the 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 super evil genius known as lelouch but um it it stands out it's powerful in its own way um you i can maybe make a case for hero being a number two um but just the uniqueness of the fact that the story being told um within 86 of overcoming racism and overcoming um a flawed uh society that was built on the backs of of other people um especially in today's day and age in 2021 because we're still dealing with race relations in the united states and elsewhere across the world um it stands out as something that should be watched if you want to see a good mech a good fight and whether it be within the mech or within the, the society that is being depicted within 86. So something that I, I can't recommend enough for you guys out there. All righty. Uh, let's get ready to wrap this up with our number ones. You go Easy. ahead. Fruits. What more can I say about fruits basket? I mean, dude, I've fucking went on two soliloquies about Toru, about fruits, love, you know, slice of life three, actually, I think. And yeah, dude, it's, number one for a reason it's in not it's in my top three probably now of all time um at this point uh, it's got to be up there if my i i mean jesus christ dude it's up there it's definitely my top five of all time in my three and a half years of watching anime um it's in my top five without a doubt it's just fucking stellar it ugh, slice of life gold standard period agreed um all righty koikibo okay I'm kidding. Uh, no, it, it's 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 easily the the fluoride eye songs for a reason. Uh, it's definitely in my top five for the year. Uh, I I, w- I would love to put it as number one, but so far there's re zero season two part two. There's, I'm sorry, nothing's topping that for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless unless Moshuka Tensei blows my mind with their second half. <laughs> Who did I put as my? You know, that's a good question. Who did I put as my number one earlier in the season? I mean, it probably would have been Wonder Egg, but again, production producers suck. It might have been. Um, it could have been. Yes, it really, it really had that chance. 
God damn, dude. Um, I've seen so many. You know what's crazy, by the way, unrelated? I've seen 60 anime titles, uh, anime, te- anime television titles in 2020. Um, 72 total, including movies. I'm already halfway through the season. I'm at 56 and counting. Yeesh. That's I, I, I didn't even write my list. I was like, ah, fucking. I always, I always write my list. Um, yeah, it, honestly, Wonder Egg, uh, Jiu Jitsu, um, ReZero. Um, Hori me no, yeah, yeah. Those are my top. Those are my top three so far. If I'm gonna mm-hmm. pick a 2021 top three, um, I'm gonna probably say fruits. No, yeah, I'm gonna say fruits is my number one of this of the year. Right, fruits is my number one. Re zero season two core two probably number two. I'd say re zero as a whole number two. Um, in the season, uh, jujitsu three, um, Hori me a four, Wonder Egg five. Right, but uh, anyway, again with Vivi, again every this the coming this how she develops as a whole mm-hmm. in the whole thing. How every mm-hmm. uh, I, if I did have to give it a little bit of criticism, I think this the antagonists were very bland, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I don't want to explain too much without spoiling it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say this: there's one group of people. Uh, they were like they had a good concept, like it was this oh. It's like a decent concept, but I think that's how mm-hmm. they did a 180 of being these type of fighters or the the leader of it at one point mm-hmm. kind of became a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Then again, it was like 40 years after that last event, so yeah, been an old man. But just his reasonings behind this whole thing is was like, huh? but uh, yeah, yeah that. Uh, but again, with, aside from the weak antagonist. Uh, Story is basic, but they were able to make it work. Yeah. And again, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you make it good. You can, you can tell the story a thousand times as long as you make it good. It does not matter. That's <laughs> a fair tell, point. You can, tell, you can tell it any way you want, but as long as it's great quality, they will not mm-hmm. care. They will care about the outcome. Mm-hmm. And this was exactly that. And yeah. they, they did a great job. Uh, the finale of that was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, as a final episode for the year, uh, there's everything that was told. The song, the that final song, yeah, you heard that the instrumentals you heard from the chorus, and now you just hear her singing it, yeah, and, and you know when she's going to die is because she's connected to this archive. The fact yeah. she's connected to it, she's considered to be shut down from it, yeah, and, and still did it, and yeah. it's it's heartbreaking just seeing her dying while singing. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And and her and when she's about to die, she's just very monotone, thanking mm. people for her, for their attention, like how she would thank them when she started singing, thank you for your yeah. kind of attention. And she did that and heard this lifeless voice before dying, and then eventually yeah. being reincarnated. She gets she gets that happy life finally. She gets her job, Batsumoto. Yeah, does as well. <laughs> but all this, it was just enough to. Make it my number one for the season. Yeah. Definitely, my, definitely my top five for the year. We'll see what happens with the rest of the season. Yeah. All right, everyone. That concludes it. We talked our cake. We over ate the cake, and now we are stuck. Vomited a lot. Vomited a lot of the cake. We're gonna have a cake hangover, folks. The cakey hangover. Yeah, dead ass, dude. All righty. Oh my god. Uh, spring is officially over. Thank God. <laughs> we can move on. 
to the summer. Uh, we were we going to talk about our first movie review of Josie the Tiger and the Fish, along as whatever summer shows have come out at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me at DamienPhoenix12 on Twitter. Uh, I do this podcast along with Suwama Station with uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling or AJPW Worldwide Fan Group. You can find that on YouTube. You can also find that on Twitter. Uh, thank, we want to thank the Chair Shot Radio for having us on their network as their entertainment section, even though it's mostly all wrestling. But mm-hmm. the fact that they're branching out to the entertainment, we are happy to make that transition for them. And then, uh, yeah, you'll, you can find my articles there from the Chair Shots as I cover Wrestling Japan, like Old Japan, uh, Dragon Gate, Stardom, and just uh, other various shows that are not New Japan. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's, it's because I like them, but it's the fact that everyone, everyone and their mother covers them. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I, I'd rather give other people a chance, like to make them expand their taste. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's a fair point, dude. I agree. All right, now do your plugs. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Showstopper24, S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4 on Twitter. Um, you can find me at I-A-I underscore anime24. Um, that is my anime exclusive um, Instagram. Uh, you can also find me at podcast.senpai. Um, that is my podcast official Instagram. On all my Instagrams, excuse me, you will find a link tree inside the link tree you'll find links to my social the rest of my socials including my other uh podcast shout out to the orlando tragics podcast available on spotify and soundcloud and also shout out to the mma for marks podcast um mma for marks uh we are currently on a little hiatus due to technical issues and and time conflicts um we will get back to that shortly and hopefully bring you guys some great mma and boxing content orlando tragic podcast shout out to b ronin uh we just talk shit we get lit like he gets high as fuck and drinks and I drink my ass off and we get lit and we just talk shit about life. Um, all those podcasts, including this one, are NSFW. Please don't listen at work or around children unless you work from home and you have no one supervising or up your ass about it. Um also want to pick Sean. <laughs> also, thank you to Sean. Thank you to Chair Shot Radio. Thank you to Sean um, and his editing. Uh, without that, none of this would be possible. I feel bad for him because he's going to have to edit a two-hour and 15 minute podcast four four uh, hours of four and a half hours four and a half hours of recording listen uh, one thing i wanted to say before we say goodbye is that if any of you guys listen to this entire segment five and 5.5 you are a fucking trooper you are an mvp and we appreciate your support yes. so goddamn much you have no idea how much matthew and i would appreciate it if you guys listen to it and take our opinions to heart or just listen to us just talk shit in general um yes, whether you yeah. like whether you like listening to us because of our dynamic dynamic and the fact that we laugh and, and joke with each other or whether you like listen to us because we give you valuable anime opinions um we're doing this like we said for you guys by you guys so um we really hope that you guys enjoy the product that we're putting out and especially today given the fact that we just did four four and a half hours worth of fucking recording um for that it it would mean the world and if you do listen to this whole thing just know that we appreciate you beyond your comprehension i think uh, also, again, while we do thank Sean, you can also find us on W2N Network mm-hmm. uh, with their other various podcasts as well with video games, wrestling, sports, and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see you next week. So until then, arigato, anata ofaku, and sayonara. <laughs> sayonara, minasan, genki na. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. 
So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Streaming only on Peacock. John Wayne Gacy killed 32. Straight from the killer's mouth. They want you to believe that I alone committed these murders. The new gripping six-part documentary series, John Wayne Gacy, Devil in Disguise. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big- 